Guys, before we start today's show, come join us on Mixer. Mixer.com forward slash X1 bros. You get to meet sweet, cool people like Butt Pounder. We were just introduced to him today over on Mixer. Mixer.com forward slash X1 bros. It's Butt Pounder 420. It is Butt Pounder 420. I apologize. But you get you admit you miss out on meeting amazing gamer tags and amazing people from the community. Mixer.com forward slash X1 bros. When we're not live, you can come watch the 24-hour podcast. It really helps the show. Come join us. Come join Butt Pounder. Mixer.com forward slash X1 bros. Now to the show. goodness everybody welcome to the show we are the x1 bros this is your positive gaming and xbox one community this is podcast number 297 as always i am joined by the bros the x1 bros first he's the man he just got a haircut today it's mr mcspicy i did i did i'm good you're a dapper guy yeah i'm a dapper dan man dapper dan oh i'm a dapper dan man. next he didn't get a haircut this week he got one a few weeks ago but it's jordan the man hello jordan how you doing it was a week ago right it was like two weeks ago it was like two weeks ago sorry last but not least i am x1 and we are the X1 Bros. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Let's jump right into it. The biggest news of the week, in my opinion, I am a well, there's lots of big news, but one of the big news stories was Apex Season 4. It dropped this week. That means we got Revenant, the new, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the new character. Mm-hmm. We got new weapons, mm-hmm. the Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Bolt action sniper. Ooh, yeah. bolt action sniper with an energy option. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we got changes to the map. Mm-hmm. Insane changes to the map. It's like a whole new map mm-hmm. for me. Uh, let's go. Let's go over. It. Jordan, give me your thoughts, first impressions. What is? What, what do you think? We got a new battle pass as well. What yeah. do you think of Apex Season Four so far? Um, it's really good. It is really. It is the, really. really good. I actually like the map changes a lot. Um, it's almost. I don't want to say a new map, but it almost is. Right. It basically. So is. I mean, there's you got the World Eater or whatever it's called. The I call it the world eater. The world eater. That makes what they call destiny. It's eating the world. It is eating the world. Uh, Literally. If you're watching us live, you see the new skins that we got. Uh, The Mm. the new R99 skin is super good. I like the R99, although I can't hit any shots with it. Uh, If you're close, it's not too bad. But you're talking to a guy that can't hit any shots <laughs> with an R99. No, no, well, I, I don't think I've hit a shot with the R99. Because the R99 shoots so fast, if you miss, you are you miss the I entire think, clip. I honestly <laughs> feel like that gun, though, is one of the best guns in the game. No, it really is. They have actually made a lot of weapon changes as well. well we won't get into all of them, but one of the big ones is the L-Star. Yeah, the L-Star is like a normal is gun. now a normal weapon. Yeah. And it's usable. It is yeah, usable. Yeah, and it's actually... It's actually I melted like two people. With it's it actually all it's over really the freaking good. place. Yeah, it's it's like in every crate. Like, and can I get something other than an L star, please? I believe it's the devotion that has been pushed up to the legendary weapon that's coming nice. in crates, and it's a fully kitted out devotion. There and you. they took out turbocharger. 
So no more Havoc turbocharger, but the Devotion, if you get it from the crate, does have turbocharger enabled. Yeah. So, so question then. Yes. Um, does that mean the Havoc's going to suck now? Because that was only when the... With the turbocharger, it was usable. Without it, I you would never pick I it up. I think, and we'll have to read the patch notes to be for sure, but I think if you equip the select fire, it reduces the charge for it because it still has a select fire <laughs> hop-up that you can use. But okay. I'm, I may be wrong. So, But I mean, I think this was just my opinion, and actually Mark kind of turned me onto this because I used to never use the Havoc rifle. <laughs> I'm really good at turning people on, yeah, just so you know. You do. I mean, especially with that haircut. I think the Havoc rifle <laughs> is Dan, really man. good early game, but mid to late game, I don't think it's so okay. good. You well, know? I would, yeah, I would and say within the, first, now. within the first 40 seconds, I'll concede that, within the first 40 <laughs> seconds of the game, when no one has a weapon, it <laughs> well, is no, definitely a good Because it is energy, so if you it's land your with, shot... It's it is on par yeah, with the Mozambique. Well, it is energy, so if you land it's your shots, you like... <laughs> everything's better than the Mozambique. Yeah. If you land your shots with it, you melt their shields, right? And if they're only like a blue tier, right? I mean... No, I've been seeing a lot of highlights of L-Star kills. Well, yeah, the, the L stars. The yeah, we're talking about the havoc. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the havoc. But, my bad. Uh, but the L stars really good too. Well, random <laughs> thought. The L star. I've been seeing a lot of kills with the L star. No, the L star <laughs> melts people. Like it's, it's, it's a it's, high rate yeah. of fire because it doesn't reload. It just it just overheats, right? Yeah. So now uh, let's go back to the changes of the map. What's why do you like the changes to the map? Can you explain what happened to the map? Well, for those so who haven't jumped in yet? basically, you know, lore wise, Hammond Robotics came in and they did stuff. And now the map's different, right? But uh, the biggest changes in the map are probably Capital City, which now has a huge gash it's in the middle of it. destroyed. Yeah, um, which I think is to prevent camping, actually, is what they made it sound like. It's more basic. Okay, so basically what they're talking about and what I th think is going on is I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think there was a lot of complaints about third-party teams coming in. For example, you and another team are in a fight, yeah. and then a third team comes behind you and just and sandwiches you, right? You, yeah. I think the changes to the map are to help prevent that. It does. Well, it feels a lot more segmented. So the map, there's cracks and crevices everywhere uh -huh. now with lava. The world's been split open, and it's everywhere, and it's really segmented the map, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels a lot different, and there is like a red tint to the map now. Yeah. So, but also... The lava fissures, uh, science here, people. Science. If uh, hot air comes up, they kind of make you float a little bit. Yep. Oh, so, man. Well, well, it's not good. It's, you're primed to get sniped that way. Yeah. Because yeah, you just sit yeah. there. Uh, boom. What? Speaking of being sniped, though, yeah. while you're sitting there. Go ahead. They did add the new sentinel rifle. Well, which, basically, by they the way, added a new class of weapons. The oh, sniper class. Yeah, they completely which changed Which I think it. is a fantastic change to the game. Yes. So, this is where it gets kind of confusing. Mm. So, there is a now a new sniper class. The G7 is now considered an assault rifle, not a sniper, and they well, that makes reduced sense. the rate of fire. Because it. It, it wasn't, I, I felt it was never a sniper anyway. I liked using it as a well, sniper. I know. Yeah, I, well, yeah. not, well, not, I mean, I felt as though it wasn't powerful enough to be a sniper. I said, well, yeah, well, on the it was just end. a semi-auto assault rifle in my brain, but they yeah. did consider it a sniper, so it yeah. was weird. So it's now considered an assault class now and i believe according to the patch notes they reduced its rate of fire a little bit so um but yeah sorry i didn't really finish the the map changes so we yeah. got the the capital city is completely different and the other biggest uh change is the i forget what they call it the world eater is what i'm going to call it that's what the cabal yeah. call it in yeah. destiny but basically it's this huge thing that's essentially destroying and terraforming the map and uh, there is guaranteed drops there guaranteed. and by the way in my opinion one of the funnest places to drops is right there because it's, it's vertical. So there's like three different levels, you know, bottom, top, but mm -hmm. it's it's open because it's kind of a big circle. Yeah. 
We got rocked there twice. And yeah, as a team, but it was fun. It was fun. I, it was last last night, I was, was in. Magnificent. I got rocked there twice. It, it was, was magnificent. magnificent. <laughs> Mark, I I know you dislike this character, but we were playing with him last night, and oh, we yeah, were destroyed. Yeah. We were playing with Caustic last well, night. That's why I don't like him. <laughs> because because uh, okay, the the few times that I played him for my, you know, whatever dailies. Yeah, I got three kills without even seeing people. Because I, what I would do is I would throw the tanks down yeah. right where the end of the ropes are, and I got three kills <laughs> without even, you know, uh, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, no wonder people play this. Yeah, this no, guy's this he's guy good. piss everyone off. No, we went, we played as Caustic and went to that, uh, the Terraformer, the, the, the World Eater, whatever you want to call it. I know there's a specific name for it. I just can't remember what they call it, but... Um, and it, we just we stayed indoors and killed people, and it, it was really because it's 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 fun. I yeah. I suggest landing there if you want a good time. Yeah. Uh. So overall, you really like it. Uh, mm-hmm. The battle pass is it an improvement? Ah, it's okay. You're not no no particular opinion either way. Well, there's nothing like the coolest skin they have is I like the soldier race soldier skin is yeah her twenty five cool. race skin at twenty five is pretty cool. Um, the other coolest thing is actually caustic. Um, he has a new skydiving emote. It's basically mirages from last time. So last time, Mirage basically made a hollow of himself and he rode it like a horse. Yeah. Caustic pulls out his gas canister and rides it like a horse. Oh. So which is actually it's actually pretty hilarious. So, but uh, anyway, it's uh, it's super cool. The other biggest change, which we hit on, new character, new character, Revenant. Revenant. He, he's he's by far my favorite character. He right now. is. I don't think an answer to Pathfinder, but he levels the. In fact, I don't see a lot of Pathfinders anymore. It's going to be interesting to see what the new mm-hmm. makeup is, because I think you still have to have a Pathfinder, mm-hmm. um, but I think Revenant is definitely on that team he, as well. Revenant's abilities are he's he crouch runs faster, mm-hmm. he can climb walls higher mm-hmm. than everybody else, and drastically higher. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty big. Uh, and then his abilities, he can throw a grenade. He throws a grenade. Uh, that's his left bumper ability. He throws a grenade, and it, it has a small area of radius, so you do have to be pretty accurate with mm-hmm. it. And when that grenade, whoever that grenade hits... Takes away the the whoever was in the area of effect. It takes away their it silences yeah it, it silences, silences them abilities. for ten seconds everything. Yeah. So when you're in a fight, that comes in really handy. Then he drops a totem. Think of it like uh, a gravestone. I, you just he, you drop it, and then let's say me, Jordan, and Spice, you're in a match. I'm Revenant. I drop the totem. I go up to it, press X. Jordan and Mark go up to it, press X. We enter death mode is what I call it. Yeah, it's called a death totem. It's death totem, yeah. We call it death mode. We call it death mode. When you go into death mode, there's a timer. It's a pretty long timer, Mm -hmm. but you, when you die, you, instead of dying, you are teleported back to the totem with one HP left. So basically you drop it and then... The purpose of Revenant is to force rush. So you drop it, and then you just rush. You That's when you go life. super aggressive. What's really interesting about the death totem, though, is when you die, you get sent back. You teleport back to the death totem from wherever you die from, and you're at one health. But your shields are untouched. So if you have level four shields purple, you yep. still have level four shields it's purple. It's very right? cool. So theoretically, you could just jump right back in. Because your team at that point probably has less life than you, right? So, or yeah. you can reheal and then be full health again, right? It, yeah. It's actually a really cool ability. I did find out today actually that Death Totem. Once you go into Death Mode, it does have a radius. You can only you have to stay within. Oh, okay. It's a pretty big radius. It does. But it, does it does take. Have a it does take time to get used to it because it is a whole new style of play. So, 
like where do you put it? When do you put it? For instance, we dropped death. I dropped death totem a couple times, and then it became a sniper fight. That's the wrong time to do death totem, right? Mm-hmm. It's all close. You want close combat situations. You want to be able to drain your opponent's health because even if you don't kill them, you're gonna respawn, and then boom, you can go in mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. finish finish the job. It's very cool. It has changed the dynamic of the game, in my opinion. It's changed it for the better. Not that it was bad in, in the first place, but yeah. it is really fun now. Another tip for that is you do have to activate Death Totem, which we didn't know at first. Yeah, we were so just you dropping actually, it. And we're, like, drive, we're like, we're all right, it. are we in mirror? Yeah. Go. <laughs> no, as a player, you actually have to run up to it and hit the action button yeah. and then go in, right? And can I talk about, we talked about this last week when they dropped the trailer for Revenant and mm-hmm. how they, how they this season, how they introduced Revenant where they did a, you know, did a fake, did a psych, a big psych on us. Uh. He is... They're getting so good with their characters, with their character models. We, I think I think they're getting serious. They're getting serious. Yeah, that's so, they're getting serious because well, just just having him on ma- on screen, like beginning screen, he like slowly walks back and forth, staring at you, and he's yeah, like, like, "Whoa!" You like turn around. It is awesome. He's the coolest character so far. I think just they've just done such a good job with him. Then in when you're in yeah, game, in game he's hilarious. In game he's hilarious. Like he's just pissed off. And yeah, he's he mad is. at everybody. Like. Like when you go to thank someone, like I will not thank you. Like <laughs> that's mine. Give it. He tells you to shut up. You go shut up. Yeah, you go shut up. <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny. They so. are nailing. Nail, they are firing on all cylinders. I think respawn. Hey, fun. Apex is firing all cylinders. Season four is a blast. If you haven't jumped in, jump in. If you've never checked out Apex, go check it out. It is. Super super fun. Well, I think it's gonna bring in different characters because last, for example, last season. We, I mean, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys played it too, right? But I didn't see very many of certain characters, right? There was kind of a meta, if you will. Yeah. But, uh, for example, in this season, Watson is actually a real, I think, is a really good counter to yeah. Revenant because her ultimate uh, deflects his silence. Yeah, she can yeah, drop it. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah, does yeah. her grenade, yeah, yeah, so, which is really <laughs> cool. Anyway, so I think we're going to see newer, or we're going to see more variety of characters, right? Yeah. I hope so, anyway. Yeah, no, I... I I agree. It's it's because I feel fun. like last season it was Pathfinder Bangalore. Is that her name? Yeah, Bangalore. Okay, thanks. And then uh, <laughs> Bangalore. Bangalore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bangalore. And then Raid. They were kind of like your meta. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I just, I like the changes a lot. The map, the characters. I love the sniper changes. How it's its own class now. And by the way, hmm. the Sentinel. When you use your, so you can use your, you can sacrifice a shield battery. Yeah. To power up your Sentinel. That thing. Yeah, you said this is your new favorite sniper. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, okay, so when you shoot, it sounds just as intimidating as the Kraber. It's not as strong, so don't... I mean, the Kraber is still probably the best sniper in the game, right? (sighs) But it sounds just like that. Yeah. And then the animation, because it's bolt action, of you, like, redoing it or, like... Yeah. Doing the bolt, right, is pretty awesome. And I think it does do a straight 100 shield damage if you charge it. So, I mean, it's, it's... it's powerful. How does it's it good. Fe- how does it feel though? Like heavy. Like when you heavy. shoot it, you're like, oh, feels like texture. It, so honestly, it feels like the Kraber. It really does. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, a little bit different, but like it. Obviously, the Kraber's a little bit stronger, right? But uh, it's a cool new weapon, and it looks cool. There's no real bullet drop with it, too, right? So <laughs> there, like- there is bullet. It very slight. Yeah. From what I. Less bullet I was, drop than normal. I was fighting. You, you know where uh, Train Yard is? Yeah. So. Do I? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm in Sniper Tower looking at Train Yard, and they were in one of the upper boxes, you know, those four boxes that are up top. Uh-huh. And I was shooting at them, hitting them, you know, pretty consistently, and I, from that distance, I think that's probably the longest distance I've shot it from, and it didn't, they're slight, but not, 
yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Very good. I got a question for Spicy. Uh, on oh, this one. no. So oh. Shroud made some news this week because on stream he was asked what if he could only choose one game because he was playing Apex Season 4, right? Having a blast with it, obviously. Obviously. Um, but he was asked if you could only choose one game and you had to pick on Desert Island, PUBG or Apex, what would you pick? He said probably PUBG. He said PUBG has a way more rewarding and satisfying feeling than this game, meaning Apex Legends. That was the game he was playing. He went on. He said, in Apex Legends, you don't really appreciate anything that just happened. It's really hard to put a number on it, too, because there are no solos in this game. In PUBG, you can play by yourself, and that alone is pretty cool. He says, PUBG absolutely gives you a much better feeling of happiness, hitting a banger or whatever it may be. Bangers are nice. Uh, and then and then he was going on to play the game, and he, he hit a shot from far away. And he said, see, that was satisfying. You don't get a lot of that. That doesn't happen that much, he said. That's what you want in a game. You want that as much as possible. And PUBG has that very, very well because you can have a car 98. And that whole game gives you a chance to have that same feeling. Like, holy F, I hit a banger. He says, but it's just very hard in Apex for new players to have that kind of experience that you can have in PUBG. Thoughts? Do you agree with that? Disagree with that? Uh, well, I would say it's hard to have new players experience that period yeah. in either game. Yeah. So, I, I mean... First of all, I respect the guy a lot. Yeah, I, I respect that guy. A he, lot. And, and for, he good. said it's way harder, but but you get that more in PUBG. He said. I would argue the reason you get it more in PUBG is because it doesn't happen as often. Mm. I would say that PUBG is because of the way the game is coded. I don't know the way it feels. It feels harder to get those just outstanding plays, whereas in Apex, it's more fluid to get those plays. And so maybe they happen more often. I don't know. That's that's interesting. He said that. Um, he also said to clo close it up. He said, uh, "PUBG is way more fun than that." I'll tell you right now. Uh, as unfortunate as it is, part of the fun of playing battle royales is to, and I'm using his words, is to shit on some noobs. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. Well, and <laughs> and Apex has like uh, they're at least attempting an MMR, right? Yeah. The matchmaking yeah. system. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, oh, and I'm sorry. This this did not come during season four. This was right before season four dropped. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, both games are absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's. I think. I think it's the same question as: Do you prefer the color red or do you prefer the color blue? Sure. Right. Like, oh, I prefer red because when I go into a business interview, a red tie is a power tie. So sure, sure, you sure. know, I feel like I'm more powerful. But in blue, you're, you know, that's just, that's a weird. So it's subjective. Entirely subjective. Mm. I think, because I really, really enjoy both games, but I prefer personally Apex because I feel that game is a lot less buggy than PUBG. Mm. And I feel as though I can make plays because I'm way more comfortable playing that game versus worrying about certain things happening in PUBG that just make you laugh and make you go, okay, well, I, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel. I feel that Shroud is having the perspective of somebody that can do anything with. He's any, having the perspective of being one of the best players in the yeah. world. Best players in the world, game. any shooter game <laughs> in the world, and so any game he plays is easier to him. Whereas me, I'm not nearly as his, at his caliber, mm -hmm. right? And I just feel as though, I mean, Apex has that Titanfall feel, right? It's yeah, yeah. fluid. The motion just feels nice. Just sliding, just. I prefer that style, although I do really enjoy the complexity, the 
the complexity that PUBG gathers as well while I play, mm. right? And the it's way more difficult to make those just power plays, in my opinion. And so that's why I think it maybe that's why those plays stand out sure. versus but but I gotta say, I love using that Kraber and just doming yeah. somebody from three hundred yards away. It's so it feels so good. But I feel like that happens more often. Jordan, than Apex, what are you, well, yeah. what are could your it be? Could it be the style? So I've been, I've been. I mean, I I play Apex more than I play PUBG. Although I have been working on my season pass. By so hair, yes, yeah, it's, yes. it's going well. I'm working my way up. I got a scarf the other day. Anyway, uh, <laughs> good for it you, be? man. Yeah, 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 what yeah. color? I think it's like a sandy, I like, like a beigeish. Sandy is that sandy a, beige? Is sandy know, like a when you look at the color, yeah, it's like a light when you look at the color of the sand, you know, like a sandy. Sandy oh, but there's color. there's sand that's lots of different colors. Like, what color is the sand? Beach sand. Yeah, like traditional brownish. Like traditional there is sand. beach sand that like there's, there's like red beach sand, black beach sand, well, white like, beach sand. Well, there's like Those sandy are, blonde hair. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like a sandy. So blonde that hair. at least tells me blonde. <laughs> when but you just sandy say sandy, <laughs> I'm a little okay. Uh, anyway, I think. Do you think it could be because of the style of game? For example, I feel like it's much more satisfying to get a headshot in Rainbow Six than it is in. Let's just keep Apex. Sure. What color is this cookie? Is this sandy? It's like a it's sandy close brown. To a sandy, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a close sandy to a sandy brown. Yeah. Oh. That like, yeah. looks like sand, you know? Yeah. There you go. It actually could be sand. That's from the beach. Yeah. So. There you go. Yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Like, no, I agree like it's, it's much more satisfying saying. to get it. Even if you take Tarkov, for example, it's much more satisfying to get a kill in like Rainbow Six Siege or Tarkov then, I mean, let's just keep Apex, then Apex, right? Sure. And I, just because of the style of the game, Apex is more of a Call of Duty twitchy shooter like titanfall right yeah whereas you take uh like a PUBG, and i don't want to call PUBG like a simulator because it's, it's not quite but it's more PUBG and but like rainbow more, six are more of that it has more of that uh, which is uh, what's the right word would you say tactical or you know what i mean like it, it's just it's a different style of game yeah I don't, I don't know, but I know what you mean. Because remember when I showed you that clip of me landing that oh, headshot yeah. in PUBG? Well, like, similar, that felt good. It's a similar you know feel. I, mean? I, th I think it's a similar feel to Vigor. Like, Vigor very much feels like it. It has that Arma feel. Slight mm -hmm. Arma feel, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's really interesting. Because, I, I mean, if I had to pick a game to play, I like, same question, I'd probably pick Apex because I just, I love that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a ton of fun. I'm not saying PUBG's bad. I really like PUBG as well, yeah. but I just... Apex is just kind of my thing, you know having, what I mean? Like, having solo mode, though, that, that is nice. That, like, uh, yeah. Having the option to go See, in. and PUBG is nice because when I don't have friends to play Apex with, I I jump up because it's, it's hard to play randoms in Apex. I mean, I do it sometimes, but it's it's just much easier when you're playing with you your friends. You maybe maybe to, if you're stuck on an island, maybe the fact that Apex forces you into a multiplayer game, <laughs> yeah. then you can call for help and say, please, I'm stuck please on this help island. Me with, yeah. Help, so. Help me. And then you can go play more games. So maybe Apex wins in that manner. So yeah, there that's, you go. That's interesting. They're, it is an yeah, interesting discussion. Uh, it's an interesting quote. I think uh, people are going to differ on that. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was a good, interesting point that he had there. So. Speaking of PUBG, yeah, community Speaking play. This community month. play. That's PUBG. right. I think we've decided uh, the twenty ninth. We're doing PUBG yes. private servers, baby. And the private one servers. The next one will not be a shooter. We are going to change it up. <laughs> We're changing it up. You can blame David for this one. We're changing it up. He really wanted PUBG. I wanted PUBG. Well, especially because... He would call me in the middle of the night and just say, Jordan, Jordan PUBG. <laughs> First, he would breathe hard for yeah. 30 seconds. PUBG. I was like, hello? Hello? PUBG. And then i just hang up. <laughs> i just disconnect. You'd get the dial tone, right? <laughs> no, I, I'm excited for PUBG. I think it should be fun. And... Well, it's because we can all get into one. Yeah, match. because That's of what, what Modern experience. Warfare taught us, we can we got now... We segmented. I want we to can do now private get into, Yeah, we can now get match. everybody into one match. 
It'll be fun. It'll be fun. We can do a little free really for fun. all. Because I have been playing a lot of vigor, mm. some vigorously vigoring vigorousness. Uh huh. And I so last last podcast I talked about vigor and some issues that I had with it. Yeah. That they need to change their gameplay, particularly their battle pass. Season two has just dropped for vigor. Basically, every concern I had has been addressed with the new battle pass. Do you they listen, they listen they listen to, to the show? Yeah, yeah, they they like, Hold on, let me make some calls. They made those decisions last minute. So. Let me CC a couple people on this email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my complaints last podcast or last episode was that you could go in to level up your battle pass. First of all, the grind was insane. In two weeks, every day playing for four hours plus a day. I only made it to level 15 on that battle pass. It was a huge grind. And it was a situation where if you died last season, you never got pass, XP. You got yeah. zero XP. Yeah, that's terrible. So it forced you to avoid conflict and just loot. You could loot. You could do nothing but loot, avoid everybody, drop out and get a thousand XP. Mm-hmm. And you season, do that much quicker. And you could you do it a lot quicker. Season two completely changed everything. First of all, the grind is not there in two days. I'm level 15. So it took me in two days to get I'm level yeah. 17, actually. Took me in two days to pass what took me two weeks to get. Uh, and they've completely reworked. Basically, they now encourage gun f- gunfight. They reward gun gunfighting. They reward going after the the highest risk items. Mm-hmm. And no matter what happens, so if you go in, you loot a bunch, then you go for the crate, which is the one that everyone's going for at the end of the match, and you die, you still get all your experience from whatever you picked up. You just don't get to take it out with you, right? Like you lose it all. Plus, you lose what got in, but you still get to level up with experience. So it makes the hot the risk of going for the safe, which is a high reward uh, situation, or the the crate, a lot higher. There are gunfights every game. In fact, I don't even loot now. Well, it's kind of changed it. It's man, maybe they want to balance this because I don't even bother looting. I go safe, crate, kills. Like yeah. that's all I go for, and it's. Incredibly fun gunplay. We now. played a little bit. Oh yeah, and yeah, we, we actually were successful. We were, we were quite successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some good, we had some good gunfights as well. Yeah, we did. Going for some signals and such. No, well, I was playing. I called you today because I was playing it. And yeah, much better. Yeah, the gunplay is a lot better. Oh, they did improve gunplay. The, the new weapons it's tighter. It's a lot tighter. Oh yeah, the new weapons are really good. But uh, apparently, no, you're encouraged to. To play, you're encouraged right? yeah. yet to do the point of the game. Yeah, they've done a really good job. It's it's if if you guys have heard us talk about Tarkov, if you've heard about these kind of games, it's a uh, Vigor is a free to play game on Xbox. Check it out. I'm I'm absolutely having a blast with it. Uh, last week I criticized the Battle Pass and the system that they had in place. Even though I loved the game, they've completely fixed that with season two, and it is a blast. When did season two drop? This week? This week. It dropped on, I want to say Tuesday. Everything Tuesday or Wednesday. I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't don't remember the exact day. It's uh, first week in February is apparently game update week. It's uh, new season week. Yeah. Everybody. It's the new season zone. Holy crap. NSW. (laughs) NSW. It's the week after the Super Bowl. Everyone switches over (laughs) to a new season. Uh, Anyways, really liking it. Uh, Mr. Charleston has an interesting question. Would you recommend Vigor over PUBG? It's a completely different. It's two different games. Uh, they have similar shooting mechanics, mm-hmm. uh, a similar feel in the way you move, but it's two different games. Vigor is very much about leveling up your hideout and dis- making a decision of do I take what guns do I take in? Because if you die, you lose them all. There's no there's no continuously closing circle or anything like that. PUBG is a battle royale, so you're, you know, it's you against everybody, and it's, it's different games. If you like the high-risk, high-reward situations where you've got to 
Well, what do you call them? Spicy? The, the butt, butt clenchers. The blunt butt clenchers. The blunt catchers. The blunt. The blunt catchers. The butt clenchers. The butt clenchers. Uh, first, or not, it's a third person shooter. If you like those, that style of game, Vigor is is the game for you. Um, if not, if you just want a battle royale, I do uh, I do PUBG. Death Star Destroyer, or not, sorry, Butt Pounder says, Vigor is like DayZ done properly. Truth. I, I Ironically, truth. it's the same developer. It's the same developer. There you go. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, let's never finish this game. Let's move on to another one. Yeah, we can fix there you go. Problems. Anyways, I just wanted to, to bring that up. That brings us to the next segment of our show. Yeah, give me one sec. I'm oh, not very here professional here. Oh, what do you do? Oh, uh, Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this so, week. So, like we talked about, uh, it, it was update week. Every game got an update. It's huge. Uh, we already talked about Apex, so we'll just go past that one. Vigor 2, uh, we just talked about. We'll just go through the weapons because there is oh, new let's weapons. Go through that so, weapon, yeah. you got the crossbow. Which, I mean, I think every game should have a crossbow. I mean, why not? Crossbow is fun. I did get the well, blueprints already for I will for still the make crossbow. the argument that a crossbow is just a really <laughs> subsonic bullet. Yeah, it is. I, but yeah, it is. Uh, there's something about just hitting someone with a arrow. You <laughs> yeah, know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> that just gets you. The gun plays better. We got the new uh, glint, oh, glint tool, tool, which is pretty cool. Basically, it shows a sniper glint, so you yeah. can kind of... I think this... I, now, I haven't tried it yet. But I think this application would be good putting it near the airdrop because then you can maybe take explain the yeah. glint. So how the glint works is, you know, how in in games like, well, let's just say any first person, shooter, even in vigor, right? if, even you're in vigor scope, yeah. if you're scoped, if you're down scoped your sniper, in, there's a flash. Right. Yeah. And you think, oh, there's a sniper over there and you take the shot. Right. The glint is just a flash. So it's like a decoy. Essentially, it's a sniper. Yeah, but once you decoy. look that way, don't you realize that it's not? Well, it depends on how well it's placed. Like, if it's out yeah. in the open of a field, it's good. But if it's in a bush where a sniper would usually be, like, is where I'm at, right? Yeah. Then you you just see the glint, right? So the idea of it, right, is if someone takes a shot, then you can see where they took that shot and get them, right? Now, I think it's going to—I haven't really seen it used it's in application it's, yet. It's because it's like a level 45 battle yeah. pass unlock. I so think, no one really has it yet. I think it'll be best used— Wait a minute. So this is an item you can use in the game it's that is not a skin that you only get with a battle pass. It's a consumable. Well, you can build it. No, no, you, you, get get the you, you get the you blueprint. Oh, right. gotcha. Yeah, you can you can build it in your hideout, right? But you do, yeah. Anyway, so I think the best application for this, and I'm excited to see how people use it because it is an interesting tool. I and I mean, Mark, like I don't know if it's going to work well or not. Right? That's well, just the it'll work better on that's certain just, maps. That's just the idea. Of Valley it, right? it will look really good on, and then Fajesta will look better. I can't pronounce it. It's Norwegian. So. Yeah, they should just go map one, map good. two. Yeah, for Jessica, we'll do it. For being who you are, I think yeah. you just definitely yeah. did as good yeah, as you really could. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, no, I, it's, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm excited how people use it. The next one uh, is a knife. They call it the John. You call that a knife? <laughs> call that a knife? Nah, this. Uh, this oh, is a knife. Knife. Ass so, knife. I think it's good. No, really. They call it the John. The knife. I don't know why. You got your. Yeah, the John. Uh, isn't a John a person that buys prostitutes? What? Uh, that, I don't know. Yeah, that. That's a John. It's, what? Yeah, that's a John. James, what? Are you gonna chirp in? Uh, I thought it was a latrine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a John is sure. a latrine, but knife the John. Knife the John means like, like knife, knife the latrine. 
Knife the prostitute buyer. Knife the whore. That's knife the whore. The guy that purchased it. See, they're the same. That's as much a jump as Latrine. Well, it makes more sense. At least it's a person. Okay. Right? Wait. Wait, doesn't John mean president? No. No, John. John means candy bar. Knife the John. I would like a candy bar. That's what a John is. You guys didn't know that? You guys didn't know that? Don't you watch Cops? This is Look Up. Do I watch Cops? Yeah, I don't watch Cops. I'm sorry. I'm not educated like you are. I don't watch those reality uh, shows. It, it, that's what a John is. See, Death Star Destroyer. David is yeah. right. We have police officers in our uh, in our community. They knife the John. A John is someone who purchases hooker purchases hookers. So, oh, so it's not a hooker. It's, it's a hooker purchaser. It's a solicitor yeah. of hookers. Oh. Yes. A man, yeah, he ain't kidding. A yeah. man who okay. pays money. Uh, but to is a that prostitute. on Urban Dirt Dictionary? <laughs> no, this is Webster's. Okay, say what it is. It says so. One, I want to point out that mine is the first one. A toilet, <laughs> and then two, a man who pays money to a prostitute for sex. I like that. Toilet and bathroom and prostitute are like. Well, so as someone in, set, in chat said, butt pounder, Johns are many dirty things. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of an unfortunate name. But so, yeah. this is nice. so John Doe, want to be named John Doe in a hospital, actually was buying hookers at the time when he got hurt. Well, what does Doe mean? It just uh, means it's a deer. No one, no, Female one deer. Knows, no one knows your name. <laughs> but Nemuro, but this is called, this, this, the title is on this. We're watching the trailer, and when oh, it shows up the knife, it, it says, on. Knife it the John. I'm pretty bad. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. They're meeting there. I don't know why, but maybe there's a couple Outlanders that are purchasing. Maybe some, they're going to bring uh, in some AI here that you could purchase. Yeah. So Johnson like and Johnson. Auto? So Johnson yeah, and Johnson, that company that sells like all that baby oil. Now we know. <laughs> now we know what that baby oil is for. <laughs> and where it originated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get you. Uh, no. So you got the knife, to Johnson. John, Johnson. You can still, uh, which is pretty cool. For Johnson's also the name of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Whip out your Johnson. You never heard that. I have heard that. Uh, I have hey, heard is, that. Is that in the dictionary, James? Yeah, yeah. Check that. Uh, Whip Johnson. Johnson. I want you to Google image search Johnson penis. <laughs> okay. Or on your phone. Whip out Johnson. See what pops up. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. And uh, put that on screen. <laughs> uh, anyway, so basically, what you're saying is you want this knife. Do yes. You, do you, you remember those knife. big Johnson shirts? Like the. The big, no. th that, well, that's uh, how I learned that Johnson <laughs> from the no, big Johnson. No, from like the from 90s. Big Johnson. There was like a shirt brand called Big Johnson. That's hilarious. Yeah, and it that was, is good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, I like it. it was innuendo. Of I want one of those shirts now. A big wiener. Yeah, I, I get it. I got it. Oh, is that? Oh, you get what that means? Innuendo. It's in Webster. <laughs> it's in Webster. Anyway, the last weapon and my personal favorite because it's the one that I've been using while playing Vigor is the Mosin rifle. Oh. You know what yeah. Mosin stands for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but it's really good. It's it's just a Mosin rifle. I believe I I don't I don't know. So I in the firing range, yep. when you fire it at the scarecrow, which is replicating the health of an outlander, yeah. it's a one-shot body one, kill. It's a one-shot right? body kill. One-shot head kill, right? When I Now, in application, when I'm out in the field, now, this was a pretty far shot. I was pretty proud of myself. I tagged someone, and it didn't kill them. So I wonder if... I don't know... If, I tagged someone and took him halfway down. Two sh for, so it was clearly two shots. I think it's two body, one head, right? Yeah. So, but anyway. I think those dummies, they say they're accurate. I think they're actually not. I think they're wrong. Yeah, I think they're wrong. <laughs> I think they're wrong. But that gun is good. That gun is no, fun yeah, the Mos fire. The Mosin rifle is super fun. Anyway, all in all, season two, starting out strong for Vigor. Jordan agrees. Really Complete cool. improvement. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, I literally, I, I literally. today, I literally paused the game, and I picked up my photo. I called David, and I said, hey. Hey. I've been playing for the past couple hours. It's actually really good. I answered the phone and said, hey, Johnson. <laughs> hey, yeah, Johnson. <laughs> 
Don't be such a Johnson. <laughs> Don't be such. <laughs> yeah. Next on our list of updates. Wait, no, it's John, not Johnson. John. Yeah. Uh, well, right we've offended everybody with the last name of Johnson. Yeah. In I think, every possible I think we've way. We've offended quite a lot of people in the <laughs> yeah. past couple. Okay, days. hold on. Killer code. Killer code we've is, been thirty of some people in comments. Yeah. Killer code says his name is Johnson. He says I blame Austin Powers for making that wiener joke mainstream. <laughs> Thirty-five <laughs> minutes in, and we've offended everybody. That's good. That's not bad. I think that's our record. It's a record. That's, that's pretty that's good. good. <laughs> Next, uh, next, next, user. uh, Battlefield Five. Ooh, oh yes, we we got the new map. The map actually launched early into the jungle, and then we got the new Chapter Six, which adds the new Tides of War, the new weapons, the new, uh, for lack of a better word, they call it Chapter Rewards, but we're just gonna call it a Battle Pass because everybody knows what that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, super good. The new map is excellent. One of my favorites. I've been playing it all week long. It's more infantry focused, so there's no airplanes, and there is. There is tanks, but it's a, a you know there's not as many tanks, right? It's it, it's more infantry focused, which is which is cool, and it's it's a really good map. It's smaller, I believe. It's the smallest of the four of the right. now four Pacific islands. Does it feel balanced? That's that's I mean that's a big thing. Yes. Long pause. Can a well, battlefield okay, so. map, map ever feel balanced? Well, it depends uh, on the game company. mode. <laughs> yeah, bad company. Was, well, they have good maps, but the problem is is I okay, and people can get mad at me. The game mode breakthrough is probably I think one of the 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 best game modes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um it's really fun. It's attack defend. It's a, yeah, it's attack defend. It's you know, you defend each sector and you either get pushed back, you defend, you hold the line whatever, right? That's fine. In the Pacific maps especially, on breakthrough, I feel like the attacking team is given way too many tanks. Um, yeah. That's just how I feel. Do you, you think you can agree li- or disagree with me? I think the lives go down too slow. Like I think you got to lower the life count. Oh, the time to kill? No, yeah. The, well, the, the the total life the count. Tickers? You, know, you know, yeah. The oh, tickers. Oh, oh. You know how the, like you yeah, can yeah, kill yeah. so many of them on defense to keep them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it resets. Well, if so it they doesn't get if they get a a point. Well, no, no, no. So it doesn't reset. From what I understand, if they kill you, so if they take the sector, you are then told to retreat out of that sector. If they kill you while you're within that sector, they get one point for one life added. And that's what it is. Um, Yeah. So I think on Conquest, this map, Solomon Islands, I actually prefer it on Conquest, which is kind of ironic because the trailer was like, this map's going to be great on Breakthrough, which Breakthrough is still a fun mode. But I think Conquest, this map shines because it's got... It's got five points. It's got two points next to the spawns, okay. next to each spawn, and then it's got one point smack dab in the middle, right? Very nice. And that middle point is really fun to play around with and go to war with, and it's, it's super cool, right? On Breakthrough, I feel like it suffers from the same thing Wake Island suffers from, right? There's just so many tanks. Yeah. yeah. On, and it's like, holy crap. Like, I mean, Having yeah. said that, I love Wake Island. No, 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 Wake Island Even is, on Breakthrough, Wake, Wake Island is a good fun. map. Yeah, wait, no, and, and this map is fun on Breakthrough, too. I just... And maybe it's just me. I'll have to get other people's opinions and ideas, but I just feel like on the breakthrough game mode, the attacking team is given way too many tanks. Yeah. And the defending team is not given, depending on your sector, you're not given any at all, right? Maybe you just suck at defense. I mean, you could... you. <laughs> yeah, get good, bro. Yeah, yeah get I, good, man. Just, yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe don't be such a wuss. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much <laughs> it. But no, I really like this map. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more jungly than it is. Uh, mm. There is a couple of jungle sections, but uh, but it's a good time. Um, I've been going through the season pass, or sorry, the the chapter awards, and then the uh, the tides of war, which are good. I, uh, but I will tell you, yo, the American bazooka. It's and legit. I'm, I'm not just saying this because I'm American. Yeah. I'm saying this because it's legit. He's not talking about the bubblegum either. No. 
No, I'm talking about the M1. Yeah, that was really good gum. The I M1 do you, remember, do you remember Big League Chew? Oh, yeah. I love the purple. The oh, great yeah. Big League Chew is so good. Oh, yeah, really good. Yeah. Remember, uh, did you, I don't know if you ever had this here, but they made beef jerky, shredded beef jerky, and they put it in tobacco chew cans. <laughs> I used to get that because I thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, they knew yeah. they were trying to they convert They really you. were targeting. It's just like I a tobacco side lateral movement. I believe the tobacco companies uh, to, to owned gum cancer. Although they're probably getting wet because you got hardly any jerky and you're paying the same amount. Yeah. Just like, hey, God. Well, I mean, my, like, even. got to take a dip. Even Big League Chew was like strips just like, <laughs> like, just <laughs> yeah. like that. They were uh, trying to get me as just uh, a yeah. little T ball playing uh, yeah. kid. It's hilarious. Because I'm like, I want the Big League Chew well, and I was League playing T ball. Big League Chew. Put it in there. Let's do this. I wonder why those guys are spitting. <laughs> okay, but, back uh, to Jordan. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to answer David's question. Your time to kill? should be better when they come out with 6.2 because they're reverting it back to how 5.0 was. Not all the way back to how sure. 5.0 was, but the time to kill was much better back then. Okay, I do have a question. Yes. P the plunger. The plunger oh. uh, grenade. Yeah. Have you had a chance to utilize it? I think it's one of the funnest weapons in the game. <laughs> I mean, no, charging I, it's, at it's, a vehicle more with a plunger like, in your hand that can destroy the vehicle, why would that not I was, be fun? I was watching some people play it uh, on YouTube and some different people that I follow, and they said it the best. The using the the lunge mine is it brings back that battlefield sandbox fun because oh. it's just you can run up and yeah, you can just like if you find a sniper you can just boop them with it and boop boom they blow because it, it's a one shot there kill the infantry is. it's boop. um it does does great pretty damage. pretty decent damage to to tanks depending on you know where you hit it and stuff but no yeah. it's it's just a it's a hilarious gadget I think it's a fun gadget. Um, and it's just, it's just fun to use, right? Um, yeah. I don't think it's the most powerful gadget, right? But I think it's a fun one, and I think it's kind of what the game needed, right? Because I mean, I feel like the lunge mine gives you those battlefield moments. You oh know yeah, what I mean, like it's oh, just, yeah. it's just a fun gadget to play with. So overall, you recommend uh, jumping back in for this yeah. DLC? No, it's it's super fun. I really like it a lot. It's all free, which is fantastic. We don't need to worry about that. So uh, it's a uh, it's a good time, and I'm enjoying it. I feel cool. like I was gonna say one more thing about it, but I I really don't know. All right. Well. Oh yeah. No, the M1 bazooka. Check this out. That, that bazooka is legit. First of all, I think it does the most damage out of all the bazookas in the game. Which I think it's there's the Panzerfaust and the PF Faust or Feast or sure. they're all foreign names, you know. Anyway, what you can do with that bazooka is you can hold. I think it's. I think you can hold one rocket in the tube itself and then four on your person. So I think you can have a total of five shots, which is in Battlefield Five is ridiculous. It goes back to like the Battlefield Four days when you're just running around with rockets on your back, uh, which is great because I mean it's always fun to shoot a rocket. It has the least amount of drop than all the other rockets, oh, so you can nice. like snipe infantry from across the map. Oh, with that's it. cool. Yeah, which is that's funny. which is again it kind of bring brings back that sandboxy fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Those those Battlefield moments. It's just I think it's the M1. Rocket, I think, is the best weapon added, uh, in my opinion. And I think it's like a level 20 unlock or something like that. But, uh, but anyway, good good times. Very good. Next uh, story? Next, we're sticking with dice. We're going to go with Battlefront. Battlefront's Battlefront got some Battlefront 2. They came out with, they call it the BB update, which uh, did a lot of balance changes to certain heroes, <laughs> added a new new maps for the capital supremacy mode. Mm -hmm. So the capital supremacy mode is where you capture the flags, then you go up to the person's ship, uh, and then you try and blow up their ship. They added the sequel era. BBA looks hilarious yes. in this uh, game. That's, uh, so what, is, what does BBA do? Like, BBA's a hero. I know, but 
What does What's he his do? Ability? Like yeah. it looks like he's just running around. Yeah, which, he like spotting which people. Basically, is what he does in my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. But, oh, there we no. go. Oh, he just he just jumped on <laughs> someone. Wait, no, no. I thought I gotta see this. Okay, dude, he's terrifying. Oh. He's just a little soccer ball. Yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't hit him. A stormtrooper can't shoot a big AT-AT. Oh, look, he's like whipping around a cord. He's like taking off your legs with that thing. Yeah. Oh, so his man. abilities, his general ability, is he has a little shock. That he can uh, disable your character with. He does have his whirlwind attack, which is oh, a bunch of different cords. Like, how do you stop this thing? Right. He's like one hitting people. What's hard about them is they're small. Is he's small and he's fast, so he yeah. is he is hard he's to stop. He's got to be like a right? one shot kill, though. Do you know? Too, right? Well, he has six hundred and fifty health. Yeah. Oh, never mind. That's then. uh, that's I don't know if according to my math Look that's six hundred more than. Six, hey, I don't know more. if you guys are watching live. Uh, just uh, I do like the detail that Dice does put in their game. You notice as he runs through the dirt, he is getting muddy. Oh yeah, that and is when cool. he runs through the water, he gets clean. Oh, I like that a lot. Or like rolls. It's like my horse in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah same exactly, thing though. Um, there must is have stole, the, stole those physics. There is <laughs> a uh, counterpart to him for the dark side or the the emperor the other side. It's BB. A something. No, they should have used the little, the little uh, BB nine E, the little dog droid that's always on the Death Star. <laughs> that that's what they should have yeah, used. That little thing just I wonder around. if BB's <laughs> testicles shrivel up when it gets cold, ah, just like the like horses. BBs. Yeah, <laughs> just just like on uh, Red Simon, Dead Redemption. Simon Birch, you seen that movie? No, no. Oh, Simon Birch is a great movie. Yeah. Or maybe he's got dynamic poo. You know? Like, oh, that's oh that right there. Uh, what you guys are watching right now, if you're watching live, that's BB9E. So that's the oh, counterpart to him okay. on the other side. His abilities are a little bit different, but. Uh, see, he looks like a badass, too. Yeah, how yeah. do you, I, I can see myself just crapping my pants trying to shoot this little <laughs> soccer ball that's running around my kneecaps. Yeah. It'd be yeah, funny if, like, the move to kill it is just to kick it. <laughs> you just, like, that's, melee like, it. That's its weakness. <laughs> like, you just flies kick out. It. That would be funny. Um, anyway, so they added the two new heroes, which is BB-8 and BB-9E, uh, mm. which is pretty cool. The coolest thing I think they added is the Capital Supremacy. So they added Capital Supremacy for the sequel era, mm. which is First Order era, right? The yeah. new movies, uh, which is really nice because we just basically get new maps for, and we have new ship or ship layouts and stuff like that. So um, previously, Capital Supremacy was only available in the Clone Wars era. Now it's available in the sequel era. And hopefully in the future, they'll make it available in the Rebellion era as well, right? Which yeah. would be pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, pretty big update. Uh, I like it. I actually think Battlefront is doing an excellent job with their game direction and design. Oh, I mean, it's got... I mean, it's become popular again. Yeah, like, they're doing really good. Continuously and supported EA. Really took a lot of flack for this game, and they stuck with it, supported it, and it's it's doing really well. Well, well that's done, why EA. the last couple weeks or the month, last couple month or so, I've been slowly getting back into this game. Like the, it just I feel, it, I maybe it's just because I'm playing a lot of shooters lately, right? But I feel like I'm doing better at it. Yeah. It feels more fun. I I'm starting to understand the classes and and who counters who and who does what and their abilities and all that. And it's just it's a good game, and they're they're keeping up with it. And that's why I wish I the battlefield team would sometimes just walk across the hall and be like, Hey, do you, do you know how you guys are doing things that are good? How do we do that? <laughs> let me, let me ask you this. Does this give you faith that they stuck with this game, supported it and have made it what it is today, which is a really solid, good game mm -hmm. in the star Wars universe. Does this give, give you hope and faith for Anthem? Yeah. That's a long pause. Yeah. Well, I had to think, did EA do Anthem? But they yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. EA and Bioware. Uh, yeah, and rumor is, you know, Anthem 2.0 is coming and stuff. I mean, I, I, I have a lot of respect for developers that get that get hammered out of the gates and then say, okay, fine, we'll make a good game. 
Fine, we'll fix everything. Fine, we'll fix it. All right. Yeah. Um, Spicy, does this give you faith for Anthem, or do you think Anthem is a lost cause at this point? Um, I actually don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, that's a weird question. I, I don't know how to answer that. I mean, question. it is, it is a different situation because Star Wars is a known brand. Don't laugh at my response, Jordan. <laughs> no, Star, Star Wars. Star Wars is. A, I don't know. Star like, Wars seriously. is a known brand. Whereas Anthem, you're, you're creating a brand from scratch there, right? Yeah. Like Star I, Wars is still Star I, Wars. I mean, okay, let's. So you know, if you fix it, you're going to get sales. That's I, not necessarily the, the case with an Anthem. If they wanted to fix it, they could. Yeah. Is it worth their investment to fix it at this That's point? That's the big question. I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't think so. You really? You don't think so? I think the brand has hurt pretty bad. They can come out with Anthem 2. Oh, okay. Not, so but maybe that, do like what I Division 2 I think that game do. might be done. The, the, you the, know, as we know. The hype of that game is... The Anthem series might not be done, you're saying. But, yeah. But this game, you just walk away from it. Yeah. I mean, because the game... I enjoyed Anthem um, for... for you know, a few weeks, right? Yeah. And, and then it lost kind of its flavor a little bit. But I don't know. If they wanted to try to resurrect that game, mm-hmm. they could. Is it worth the investment? I don't know. If they come out with Anthem 2 and say, we fixed everything, check this game out, it'll build some hype. Yes, you could. You, I don't think the Anthem name is gone. Yeah. But I think the first game kind of had its time in the sun and it shriveled up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, no. That, that makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, but Boy Will in chat says, I actually think it's good. Now, Sergeant Reaper says uh, Anthem is good right now. So it looks like it looks like Anthem. Well, I mean, it is getting better and stuff, but it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've done it with Star Wars. No Man's no, Sky they, obviously is the big the yeah. big one, but Star Wars is because they're both EA. We will see. Star Wars though, there is a difference there in that it is a known brand that you know if it if you fix it, tweak it, it's gonna sell because it's Star Wars, right? No, and it's, it's Anthem doesn't necessarily benefit. Well, Anthem from that. already sold, yeah, and then no one's gonna, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but Star Wars Battlefront update, the BB update. Mm. So in addition to the maps, the new game mode, the new units, you have some hero balances as well. Uh, and then rumor is, uh, well, I think they've actually already announced it, so it's not a rumor anymore. But we will be getting another new update, I believe, in March. And it's going to be the Scarif map, uh, which is the Rogue One map. You know, at the very end of Rogue One, that, yeah. that area. So that was in Battlefront 1. They're going to bring it back to Battlefield or Battlefront 2. Uh, and again, these are all free updates. So good on DICE for... Uh, and EA for making think, them all free. I think we're past the time of having to pay for maps. No, I know, right? Which is uh, yeah. which is really nice. It right? would be so. a bad image to do that, and it would split your audience, which I, you never want to do. I do have one complaint about Star Wars Battlefront, and you you guys can tell me all the lore reasons why or whatever, but I just don't understand it. So they have a lot of cosmetics in Star Wars, right? Especially for the clone troopers, right? Uh, cosmetics are cool. We like cosmetics. The game can be pay- played in third person, so yeah. cosmetics are are valuable to you. They have like the crappiest cosmetics for the resistance and the rebellion fighters. And what really gets me is well, their because resistance, they're poor. but their resistance and rebellion fighters. You can I mean, essentially do whatever look at you Oscar want. Oscar the Grouch. Okay, they he's in a trash can. He's in a trash can yeah. and he's naked. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not a lot of skins you can pull out of that. But like. Like, with the clone troopers, like, look at your helmet right here. They just painted a red stripe on it. I mean, the, that's all you got to do. That's a, that, yeah, that's a, but they, I mean, but they, they may have cool helmets, but I'm telling you, they forgot to add the sights on the guns. You know what I mean? There's give and take, you know? So, but I mean, the, the clone troopers have so much more cosmetics, which is fine, and I, I think they're pulling them from the lore, but 
it's a rebellion slash resistance fighter. I mean, give them like a blue pair of jeans and you can just say they found it in a drawer. I mean, that's not yeah. like you, you're not rest- what do you or give them the nutcracker outfit like an apex <laughs> yeah. mirage. I mean, I mean, the it's universe- the lore. They went to the nutcracker <laughs> palace on, the the, on Naboo. On yeah. Naboo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their world was taken over on Christmas Eve. Yeah, this was what I mean, he was wearing. I'm just saying. I mean, you could add the lore somehow. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why? Why do their cosmetics suck? You have that like, stormtrooper looks like no, Daisy okay. Duke. I'm just gonna say it. You have like, I was looking at the sniper, the sniper class, right? Yeah. Because I, I I've been getting into playing the sniper people. And I was like, oh, let me see what cosmetics I have. I have I have Asian girl, I have blue t- Twi'lek, and ugly ballsack alien. And those are my three. I go ball sack actually, alien every you time. can do a lot with a ballsack alien. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, that was the best actually, one. That was the best one. They but I'm just saying, you only have th- like, and and then there's variation like, you know, Asian woman. There's so many things I could say. Like, there's so many like variations of like they have different. Co- it's just the very. They're so like. I, I, give you you want give me real more cosmetics. yeah give me real co- like the storm the 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 uh the clone troopers at least like you can change their stuff yeah like they have camouflage armor they have like cool little soldier pouches I mean, and if you were born, if you were born yeah. with a ball sack face your options are probably limited in life <laughs> yeah that was the best one isn't but peter I, they're, they're all the same on it's family just, guy peter griffin on family guy has a ball sack face there you go yeah He's and he's made it. <laughs> he's, he's made it. Yeah. He only has a pair of jeans and a white t-shirt. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people don't care. But I'm just saying, like, when I play as a resistance fighter or the rebellion, I'm like, I just, I want to look better. Like, I, it's just one outfit. <laughs> they probably are trying to stick to lore, which is, I think, <laughs> but, the limitation of that. But that, how do you, like, they didn't have yellow pants in Star Wars? I'm sure some rebellion fighter wore yellow pants. I mean, they're just ragtag people. I yeah, maybe give them a scarf. Give them some nice bleached torn jeans. Yeah, I mean, come on, you, there's you, you, the sky's the limit when I you're want talking a about banana thong. When Get on it. When you're talking about rebellion, I mean, Scott, they don't wear uniforms like yeah. the clone troopers. You're tied to the armor, right? So you just got, and that's you're painting the armor yellow. Like, look at that. It's just a red stripe. Yeah. But isn't are you saying that's cool or not cool? No, that's cool. But I'm just saying like. All they had to do was put a red stripe on it, and you have a whole new helmet, right? Oh, what do, what do they do to a ball sack face, though? I don't know. Give her a yellow scarf. <laughs> do like painting under the eyes like yeah. a football player? No, that's it. That's like I'm just saying. Some eye glare. <laughs> Turn them blue. Give it hair. Hair. A beard. A beard. Give them give fuzz. A beard. <laughs> oh I'm my just, gosh! I'm just saying, and everybody knows what alien I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, it's the last yeah. one you choose. Well, but, we all we all we all thought it when we saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that poor poor race of aliens. Yeah, Fortnite has some new. No stuff wonder they're coming. on the rebellion. Yeah, so Fortnite also came out with an update this week. Eleven point five zero. That's right. 11. Which is pretty 5-0. cool. You also got the uh, I think the new Harley Quinn movies coming out, so we do have a new Harley Quinn skin. Yeah, I think Jim the stuff guy's asleep. Uh, he got tired to listen yeah. to the ballsack face. That's <laughs> really no, he started actually. daydreaming. <laughs> he heard ballsack face, like, and Whoa. then he's like, yeah. "I gotta start playing this game." <laughs> if we had, wow. a, if we had a microphone inside his head, he he was, "What would I look like?" What yeah? What would I do to make uh, myself yes. more appealing? I definitely to Jordan. Hey, James, you're the right guy. Definitely try to hide it with. I definitely try to hide it with Fortnite. We're talking about Fortnite <laughs> and picture like picture like echoey, like an echoey voice. Hey, but I all definitely try to hide oh. it with a beard. 
<laughs> hey, but all that being said, a Battlefront 2 is actually a really well right now. And it's actually a, a mustache on a ball sack face. Mustachio. Wow, really yeah. yeah. no, like Maybe with some chest hair. It's called misdirection. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, it is. All that being said, Battlefront 2 is actually doing excellent right now. And I'm really proud of it is. Dice Battlefront and EA really for sticking with it. Mustache so. sack. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Dude, you could sell that on the store and people would buy it. Dude, I'd buy it. Yeah. Now there's a cosmetic. The stash I'd, sack. The stash sack. Yeah, the stash sack. That's a cosmetic I would buy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite <laughs> came out. Update. Fortnite came out with their weekly update, eleven point five zero. Uh there is also the uh I think they're doing an event right now, and then there's also the Birds of Prey, uh Harley Quinn skin that I think you can yeah, get as well. Birds of Prey. But uh, big thing about this in the update, they added their new the Unreal Engine. Right, they run on the Unreal Engine. Yeah. Uh, Epic added the new chaos physics that the Unreal Engine has. Sure. So they've added that now fully into Fortnite. So the physics are going to be like. So is this a trailer I, of the physics, or is this? No, just, no, this is just a trailer. Oh, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just. A so have trailer. you jumped? Has anybody jumped in? I wonder how big no, of a difference this makes. No, I haven't jumped in either. But what they're saying is, they want Fortnite to still feel like Fortnite. So sure. they do have a, a in-game. So they downgraded the engine. Well, no. <laughs> They, no, upgraded I, they upgraded the engine. They upgraded. They're at, they're they added. They added. They added the, added the chaos physics no, to the Unreal Engine. Oh, it was a joke. Oh, oh, failed. Missed. Oh, sorry. Missed. Oh, do you want us to dive into? Yeah, sorry, Can we reset? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Reset. Try try another joke. No, I'll just reset. Yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, I'll just reset this one. Okay. So so speaking of sacks, Fortnite. Uh they downgraded the engine. Ah. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway, I was unembarrassed. Uh, the, did you want to explain it after the can show? A, can we get a close up of my embarrassed face here for yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uh James, you got it? Yeah, there we go. There's his embarrassed face. <laughs> I can do a Waligi laugh too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a podcast. Funny, yeah. People are listening, they're like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Anyway. But no, no. But how big of a difference does the new physics make? Well, I don't know because I haven't played it. Mm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'd like to try this now. Yeah, no. Basically, they want Wait, it. Is to it downgraded? <laughs> <laughs> they want it to still, still. That's how. That's how you tell a joke, David. Right yeah, there. That was a good one. They want nice, it. Nice timing. They want it to still feel like Fortnite. So basically, if there's any bugs or issues like that, you can report them in game and let them know. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I actually do want to jump in it and see how the new physics work, especially when you you know destroy things. Yeah, absolutely. So, very cool. Um, also, we got Fantasy Star Online. The closed beta yes, is right now. Right now, it goes from today till tomorrow. Now you're really excited for this Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, yeah, Fantasy Star, good series, man. Uh, now it is just beta, so there could be lots yeah, of stuff so, wrong in beta. So f- there is some technical issues. Yes. Uh, Ronan explained to me the technical issues that were going on. Hopefully this can get fixed by the next beta or by launch. Um, I'm really excited for this game, and I hope it does well. So hopefully they can get everything uh, get everything taken care of. But uh, if you are interested, uh, and you're listening pretty much live, because if you're listening on Monday, it's too late. But uh, you can go to the Xbox Insider program, sign up. Uh, you may get it right now, but you'll at least be signed up for it to get it in the future, right? Everything... From what I understand, everything in the... Uh, man, look at those outfits. This game's going to be great. Now, those are skins. <laughs> yeah, now that is cosmetics. <laughs> I mean, look at the boss fights. It does look cool. Yeah. If, so it, if, played, if it gets all fixed, I right? never played Fantasy Star. What is its? What sets it apart from... It's uh, J- Japanese. Yeah, it's but Japanese it's, M- it's MMO, right? Like well, this MMO? one is, yeah. Okay. yeah. 
That's what. Whenever, but was it no? But was it like one of the? Wasn't it one of the first MMOs? Well, Fantasy there was Star? Fantasy Star Online, and this is Fantasy Star Online Two. Oh, okay, okay. And there, there was just Fantasy Star, right? Or I think no? there is Am just Fantasy Star games as well. Yeah, it does look cool. I mean, it looks super cool. I think it looks they, awesome. anything yeah. Japanese usually looks pretty Jap- awesome. Yeah, Japan mixes nail. sci-fi, fantasy, fantasy, anime, the whole and modern in real life. Stuff. Dude, like look at that boss fight. Oh, hey, look, look at those, those swords. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that Earth. Plus, you got space simulationy in it too. Yeah. Dang, maybe I want to jump into this. Anyway, right now it's not doing so well. Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is I I really hope they do sort things out. Yeah, it is just a beta, right? I really do hope they sort things out. By the time launch comes around or their next test comes around, but I'm still excited for this game. I have hope for it. Hopefully, it uh, they get all their stuff sorted out. Right? Point of a you know, hopefully they learn from the beta and they're like, oh yeah, we should fix that. You Very know? cool. Nice. So uh, next we got Game Pass. That's right. Yeah. Some new. Speaking some new of additions. speaking of Japanese awesomeness, guess yeah. what we have on Game Pass now? What? Final Fantasy 15. Oh yes. And it a big one. Big one. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to remember. Hold on. We played it. You didn't really care for it. I don't remember. Wolfenstein Young Bloods. Oh, Wolfenstein Young Bloods. It is the lesser of the Wolfenstein. If you had to pick IMO. a Wolfenstein, IMO. it wouldn't be that one. But it's fun still. It's fun. Yeah. It feels, it feels, in my opinion, almost like an add-on, like a co-op mission add-on. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah, it, it really good. does. But number two. Well, it's not number, good. I, I'd say it's okay. Number two just was riveting. Like, yeah. it was just. It, well, the thing is, you come off a high from number two. Oh, it's so good. And then you play Youngbloods, which oh. isn't bad. It's I not bad. Think, no, I just no, think it's no. okay. Yeah, it's just not. I didn't feel like it was on the same par. Like, we played it. And then we went and played. What was fun two. is being the fun part was <laughs> being able to play it with your friends. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's co op. The other ones don't have that. But. But the other ones, I think, are are superior. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, but big one for me and for the rest of the world: Final Fantasy Fifteen. There it is. Excellent Game, game. Pass. Excellent game to play. Game Pass is the best, the best deal in gaming right now. Amazing. It really is. Another new story. Sorry, one more before we get to it. This is for McSpicy. Dropped yesterday, I believe. The Wargroove DLC. I saw it. I saw it. My box downloaded. I haven't oh, had a chance yet to play it. Me either, but I'm but, very uh, excited. Yeah, but it installed very automatically. For those new characters, also for public lobbies. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Wargroove. Good game. That is a good game. Your game of the year, actually. Yeah, it was my game of the year. Yeah. The That's Dark Souls cool. Crystal game. There's some news there, right? Mm-hmm. What, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, because I was just... Because you were talking yeah, no, like, the, the whole time. No, no, I was just like, no, yeah, there when is... When you talk, are we like, supposed to look away? You never gave us that. Don't look at me yeah, when I speak to you. Okay. Look down. You look down when, when I speak to you. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, this next news story I actually think is hilarious. It was actually... I, like, laughed out loud. Was I tacti- LOL'd. It's a tactical game. It looks cool. Oh, I'm not talking about that. Oh, Sorry. Dang. I'm talking about the new Call of Duty. Oh. Okay. No, I no. actually... I literally laughed out loud when I read this article. So... There is a new Call of Duty this year. Okay. And and Activision basically says they have no faith in it. Really? <laughs> they didn't say it like that, but that's how I took it. So basically they said... Hey, I respect yeah. that. They said... So Activision Blizzard, right? Activision confirmed that there's we're absolutely going to see a new Call of Duty this year, but it's not going to sell but as well as last year. that year's. team is making it, and I'm telling you, they're not very good. Well, they said... This is what they said. They said, Call of Duty is going to come out this year between October 1st and December 31st and it is not going to sell as well as last year's Call of Duty. So basically how I read that is Call of Duty is coming out this year and it's going to suck. 
I actually, I actually just, think Battlefield might be changing that genre. Battlefield waiting to come out with a new one instead of coming out every year. Keeping and your service going. Keeping right? the service going. I think I think in the long run they're probably making more. Well, I don't I don't know if you can say that, but I think keeping a game going is good, and then ensure that hey, let's do it every couple years. Keep it, keep it, keep the multiplayer going. Keep it supported. That's what everyone's playing, anyways. And then go from there. I think Call of Duty should go to that same one because, for instance, how many people play play uh, Black Ops Four right now in the call in the Call of Duty? If you were to do percentiles, probably not. Not There's a whole lot. There's people there, but obviously. And most then this of the next one up. drops. If Modern Warfare, which it sounds like, I mean, well, Modern they're Warfare pretty, they're the pretty call- confident it's not going to sell as well. Modern Warfare is the best Call of Duty to come out in a very long time. Why How would, do you follow that we, up? Why we not put take, Frank over this game? <laughs> it's not going to do good. Well, why, uh, why don't they just take their time and and I I think I think these first person shooters annual ones might be going to a biannual thing like um but like I mean, Battlefield is doing. Call I mean called the Call of Duty th- series has three developers. Yeah, and they switch off. Well, so what's funny about this is they said they didn't tell us which developers working on it, but process of elimination, right? Treyarch was last year. Infinity Ward was this year. Is Sledgehammer the third developer that does it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Right? And I know all three probably work in tandem and help each other out, right? But uh, anyway, but let me read what it says because I don't want people to be like, well, Jordan said that they said it would suck. They didn't say it would suck, but they basically said it would suck. <laughs> uh, so Activision Blizzard did not provide specific numbers about Modern Warfare's success. The company said this year's premium Call of Duty, which is expected to be out sometime between October 1st and December 31st will not perform as well as Modern Warfare Reboot did during the same period last year. Which, first of all, why would you say that? Well, because you got because you're, you're beholden to shareholders. Activision has shareholders, right? And you can't. You're, you're supposed to In project. China too. Am I wrong? No, no. But you're supposed that, to. Like, it's a business move. You're supposed to project sales. So you set the expectation loans. If you say, if you say, oh, Call of Duty, look at what we did last year. Like we fully expected to do just as well, and you don't reach those sales, yeah. you're that's uh, not. I good. just, I just laughed because it really. I thought what Mark said, like. The CEO, his son needed a job over the summer, so they put him in charge. <laughs> yeah. of well, I appreciate the honesty because we all know that. I well, mean, not hey, unless this one's gonna suck bad. Not unless you do. I mean, <laughs> this was the best. This this no, got really a lot was. of people off the bench from Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and I don't know how you follow that up the following. I, it's no, just you're super right, hard. You're right. No, I, I get do. what you're saying. I just think it's funny. Spanky says the rumor is it's gonna be Cold War era. That's uh, cool. So 80s? Yeah, that's cool. Well, the 80s are cool. All I know is it's not going to be as good. You still have <laughs> access to a lot of the good weapons, right? Yeah. Stuff. I think that would be a good time but, period. But you get you get some like big hair personality in there. <laughs> some still, some big hair action movie personality. Yeah. 80s movie action. Yeah. Like the action some dad. Ram- didn't, some Rambo. Didn't Black Ops 2 or one of those take place between like in Cold War? Viet- no, it was, that was like a Vietnam type. That was Vietnam, Vietnam, yeah. Okay, okay. So that would be cool, but no. Anyway, I just I think Battlefield is is the way that they've changed. I really appreciate that about Battlefield Five. Yeah, yeah. Instead of oh, what are we playing next? Let's forget about it. <laughs> no, and and people in chat are saying it's bad for CEO to overpromise. <laughs> right? Like I get that. I just you're you're right. Thinking about it that way, you're correct. But uh, but I that think, is pretty funny. I think just wait. And if and if you have three developers doing it, then you could do it every two years. <laughs> What's really funny? And you got six years as a developer to work on a new Call of Duty game. You what you could do with that? Woo! How does it make your development team feel? <laughs> I know. Like, like, hey guys, we got these guys this year. Uh, uh, the JV squad is. <laughs> up. All you do is bring them pizza. The JV bring them pizza and soda. And the JV good. squad is up. I mean, it's the entry. It's the entry level squad. Yeah. 
We wish Infinity Ward was doing it, but we had to go with these guys. But these guys over here, I promised them something and I lost a bet. They should do. They should do what Assassin's Creed did. It just sounded funny reading it. Like it's not going to be as good, but it's coming out this year. (laughs) Just we just got to get past this one that they're doing, and then when these guys, and then we can be back on schedule. Uh, they should do what Assassin's Creed did and take uh, a year off. just have these other developers work on well, a s- side-scroller platformer called Duty. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty Chronicles. Yeah, Call of Duty Chronicles. Let's be honest, that's uh, basically right? what it is. Uh, well, honestly, I think what Battlefield does well, like, for example, I think splitting your game up between years is good because, one, we're still playing Battlefield 5, right? And it's yeah. still got a good oh, community. Yeah. We're getting free updates, which is great. The hype is still there for the game, but it also builds your hype for the next game, right? Because you're me, not expecting it. Right? Give me a chance to miss you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then and so, some and there's And then you don't have to worry about your JV team building a game building that's not as good version? as last year's, right? Well, and here's we're not they, even updating the engine this time. <laughs> I mean, they're just well, And here, here's what's problematic. We might not even have guns. <laughs> They've implemented new systems in Call of Duty that are built to encourage you to always play their game, i.e. the Battle Pass, as a perpetual game. To come out with a new game the next year goes against that, right? Like, I think we've surpassed, we've gone past, we've evolved past the every year game release, and it's largely due to the Battle Pass. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Right. Well, and rumor is that the the Modern Warfare is still going to come out with their Battle Royale mode, yeah. which Battle Royale... You know, in its nature, keeps you playing, right? Because sure. there's, you know. Anyway, but yeah, it's interesting. I just thought that article was funny. There you go. But anyway, new Call of Duty this year. New Call of Duty. Uh, probably won't sell as well as last year's. <laughs> Crystal, uh, Dark Crystal. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Dark Crystals is last. We got two more stories. Okay, so. hurry up and get there. I want to talk about Dark Crystals. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, two point eight, final chapter prologue, rumored. Then mm. this is the rumor zone. Rumored to come out this month on Xbox. There was an accidental putting up of the game on a store and then a very quickly taking of it down. They flipped the switch on accident? Yeah, they're like, oh, (laughs) oh, shoot. Uh, Not that switch, stupid. The other one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, rumor is Final Chapter Prologue will be coming out, I think it was February like 18th or something like that. Yeah, February 18th. Now that's just a might, right? That's a a big rumor. It's not confirmed or anything like that. But uh, anyway, pretty cool. if you've never played a Kingdom Hearts before, these these final chapter prologues are good ones to start with because they have all the games leading up to the new Kingdom Hearts 3. So, And I believe we have Kingdom Hearts 3 recoded DLC coming out to Xbox as well. There you go. So, uh, then we got... Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Yes. yes. And there is actually one more yes. news story after this. So Dark Crystal. Well, here, let's let's do the other news story first. Okay. Bleeding Edge, closed <laughs> beta. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Is Wait, gonna, is it, when, this week? Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. If you pre-ordered the game, you have it automatically. I know if, what I'm doing for Valentine's yeah, Day. If you have Game Pass, you also have the access to the beta. Oh, it is cool one it day looks. only. It is going to be on Valentine's Day, uh, February 14th. Thankfully, at my house, we celebrate Valentine's Day on the 15th, so yeah. I am good to go. That's a smart move, actually. Yeah, we did it one year by accident because we actually literally thought Valentine's Day was on the 15th and then found out it wasn't. But we had such a good night because no one was out. I hate Valentine's Day. Can yeah, I say that? Yeah, it's it is the most. It's a stupid holiday. It's, yeah, it's the most like, I don't have any expectations. But while everyone else is getting stuff. Look at those pants, man. And you don't get it. That guy that guy reminds me of David. It's default expectations. <laughs> because he was like 600 pounds? No, no, because he was just, the I, way he squats. Yeah, <laughs> Look at those breasts. Oh, yeah. 
They're right there. That guy. Look at that. Look at those. That's those a glutes, That's man. a squat. Look it's at how glutes. much he's lifting, too. It's the glutes. It's those glutes. Look at those glutes, man. They're very distinct. <laughs> and you see, how, do you see how his, like, the animation of his butt gets more defined? Ah, as he, that's, that's, what my, uh, that's a butt pounder. That's what my animation does. Anyway, if you don't know what Bleeding Edge is, it's personally one of my most anticipated games. It's essentially a brawler. Right, it's it's kind of in the same vein of a, as an Overwatch style game. It's a hero. It's a hero based brawler. Yeah, hero team fighter brawler. But anyway, beta is going to be on Friday, November fourteenth, or November fourteenth, February fourteenth, and uh, we played this at E three, and loved we it. weren't expecting to be blown away like we were. That was our like game of E three when we played it last year. I loved year. it. It was, yeah. it was really good. Super, Super excited fun. for it. And then I mean, the game's only going to evolve. I'm sure they'll have ranked modes and stuff. I'm really excited for this game. So. Yeah, me um, as well. Don't worry if you do have to <laughs> hang out with your significant other on Valentine's Day. They are going to have another one on March thirteenth. But Val- Valentine's Day is like a social pressure holiday. It's a holiday based 100% on social pressure. Mm. No other holidays like that. Mother's Day. Mm, okay. Yeah, Mother's Day like that, yeah. I'm but seeing a pattern here. <laughs> 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 holidays involving women. <laughs> social pressure holidays. <laughs> because nobody cares. Let's be honest. If you skip Father's Day, it's no one cares. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. I don't care. Yeah. But if yeah. you miss Mother's Day <clears throat> ooh, or Valentine's Day... Ouch. Yeah. So anyway, Bleeding Edge on February 14th. Really cool. This next story, I didn't know David was so excited for it. Yes. I actually thought of James oh. when I put this one in because it is coming to the Switch, and I know uh, James plays on the go. Switch. There we go. But Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics, it's basically XCOM in the Dark Crystal universe. Yeah, that's the greatest Dude, thing I've ever so heard. So cool. It looks so... Look at this. And it's available. Yes! yes! Oh, man, I really like this. Just, yeah, X, you said it perfectly. XCOM with Dark, Dark Crystal Universe. It kind of reminds me more of Disgaea 5. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than well, XCOM. I mean, a little bit more zany, of course. Well, yeah. Well, even just how, like, see how there's, like, levels. Yeah. yeah. It looks more like Disgaea 5, but that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing at all. That's uh, it's a fun. It's a cool, cool concept. It's out now. Out now. There you, you could do that with any game. Any game. Yeah, the same really mechanics, good. just a different uh, skin. Tony Hawk. Of Tony Hawk Tactical. Tactical fighting, Tony Hawk. Yeah, I just grind. Okay, uh, <laughs> I gotta. I just grind. I just grind. Uh, Dope nose, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Seven twenty. Okay, Seven twenty. Oh, uh, but this will burn. Seven twenty. No scope. This will burn my energy for three turns. I don't know if I want to. Oh, my ankles. <laughs> oh, I broke my ankles. I can't, I lost my movement. That's half. Oh movement. no, the cameraman's down. <laughs> that would be hilarious. A Tony Hawk XCOM game. Yeah, tactical. That, that Tony Hawk be, tactical. Tony Hawk tactical. We have something here. I think we do. Yeah, you really. If we you're right. We license, really can make it, it out of any game. game. Yeah, any game. Any sports games you could do. It'd be really fun. FIFA tactical. Table tennis tactical. Table tennis tactical. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really fun. Hearthstone tactical. Hearthstone tactical. Well, you could do it without one because that's just Warcraft, right? Hey, you yeah. guys laugh about table tennis. <laughs> but Rockstar came out with like a freaking top tier table true. tennis that game. Is that is right. You can you can really well, make good games with table tennis. Have you seen like professional table tennis matches? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how they. I mean, I thought Forrest Gump was good, dude. Dude, he's he's nothing. He's nothing. a He's absolutely. You stick nothing. that man in China, he's average. <laughs> yeah. Less than average. Yeah. 
Yeah. Didn't he go to China and compete and win? In the movie, yes, the movie, but yeah. that was that's a historical movie. It is historical. It's almost documentary. I remember he likes using his own he paddle. He mates the president. Oh, he shakes his hand. Guys, Battlefield Five. Had a lot of shrimp. <laughs> guys, check this out. Battlefield Five has a ping pong skin on the Japanese side. Oh, that's really? cool. Well, I I'm assuming it's ping pong. So there's this Japanese skin. The guy looks really cool. And I I maybe I don't know what it is, but I really think he has a ping pong paddle right there in his utility belt. That's cool. Yeah, I hope it is. Maybe I call it the ping pong skin. I like it. I like it a lot. Guys, that brings us to the last segment of our show. This is this is the segment where we take your questions. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash positive gaming or x1bros.com forward slash support. Our first question. Oh, wait. By the way, before we get to questions. Of course. We have the game club. Mm. If you haven't joined the X1 Bros game club, we are doing... A Plague Tale Innocent. Free on Game Pass. It's free on Game Pass. And I haven't had a chance to jump in. This is a game that we can do in a month. So You haven't played it yet? No, I have played it, yes. And it's, dude, that game is dark. It's like, whoa. Yeah. It's like, whoa. I finished chapter one yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about it yet, or are we going to wait? Yeah, we can talk about it. So the game club, for everybody that doesn't know, if you head over to Discord... Uh, there's a game club channel that is there now, and we are playing a game a month. Um, it's like a book. Think of it like a book club, and it's just to motivate people. We pick games that are doable in a month without you know killing yourself. This game is that. Uh, yeah, spicy. What are your thoughts so far? Chapter Chapter One that you you finished. Um, I mean this. It's purely a storytelling game. Purely storytelling. Yeah. It's a very story. It's almost like a. A third-person telltale. Chapter chapter one though is tutorial. Oh, you, do all. I need a tutorial to press up on? That's my all tutorial. Yeah, that's that's all tutorial. And press A occasionally. It's showing it's showing you it's showing you because it's telling you how to sneak past people. It's a very puzzle sneaking game. Is there a p- more? Well, yeah. I wouldn't say well, sneaking is a puzzle, but well, yeah. Well, how to sneak past them? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was chatting with people, they said after puzzle. the first two hours. They say the first two hours is kind of slow, but okay. then it gets real no, intense. It gets as intense. far as so, I'm going to give it really good numbers on its storytelling so far. That's really good. Because it's, I mean, it takes place in the 1300s, in and it's about the plague, essentially. France. Right? <laughs> France. About the plague, right? And, um, I'll, yeah, it's very story-based, very, I, I would consider this a relaxed Chill, sit back, and enjoy a game. Yeah, see, uh, a psych, psychotic says it gets very puzzly okay. uh, in chapter three. Yeah, I'm on. in chapter two at this point right now. Yeah, so that's good news because I just felt like I was pressing up on the joystick, which I appreciate after playing intense games like Apex or Tarkov, right? Mm-hmm. So just relaxing, enjoying a good story is, is fine. But It is dark. There's a thing that happens at the very beginning to your dog. It's not a spoiler because it's at the very beginning. It's like, whoa. And then oh, it just dog. goes downhill from there. Yeah. Well, you know, Black Plague, 18th century. Yeah. 13th century. 13th. Oh, even worse. Yeah. I believe They're, it's 1348. The doctors back then, they were Did called they wear miracle the workers. At that point? And they all look like Billy Crystal. <laughs> oh, they didn't, they, wear, they didn't wear the mask at that point? <laughs> no, they Medical not. science had, did not advance yeah. to the mask they, they, yet. They didn't. They actually made pills full of chocolate because the chocolate tell you coating helped it go down easier. I'll tell you what is refreshing, though. What is nice is a linear, linear storytelling game. It is very linear, like very, very linear, yeah. and I appreciate that. I do like it. It's about so far, you, I'm really enjoying it, though. It's about the sister and brother, right? 
Uh, yes. 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 Very much. I mean, that's... It's, and their dog. It's really, really actually, technically the main character, I think, is the brother. You're helping him. Oh. Hugo is the Hugo. name. Hugo. Yeah, Hugo. Hugo the, name. the brother. Good strong name. Yeah. Good. Like a Hugo is going to grow up to be a... He's going to be a good guy. He's going to do some nice squats. Yeah. Anyways, uh, come join us. That's our game. That's our game this month. Uh, again, head over to Discord Game uh, Game Club on Discord. We're going to pick a new game every single month. These are games that are, are on Game Pass. So uh, if you have Game Pass, it's going to be easy to easy to pick from. Yeah, and there's a channel on our Discord. I don't know if you mentioned that yep. you did. Okay. Well, fine. You can go there and talk about it. <laughs> that's what it's about. Jordan. Oh, sorry. We're on questions. Uh, yes. I'm all over the place. <laughs> Take it away, Jordan. Take it Jordan, away. Go for First it. question comes from the man, Mr. Psychotic. Psychotic writes in and says, hey, guys, last night I was playing a Plague Tale and came to a point where the music was intense and the game tried to jump scare me. But uh, daughter did, did a child's laugh in the other room and that creeped me out. <laughs> uh, has there been a moment in a game where either the game made you jump or the game set you up to be scared by someone or something else? Keep up the great work uh the game that the game that i could not finish because of it resident evil 7 did a really good job of I that liked resident evil 7 that was a good game that that was a jumpy game that was uh particularly if you played it on vr holy crap oh yeah the, just the kitchen one but resident evil 7 uh i actually just put it down because i was like mm. i prefer the resident evil 2s where it's more of a zombie killer than a horror <laughs> make you jump fest resident evil 2 is the first game that gave me nightmares oh see that doesn't give me nightmares i just liked it no, I mean those dogs. <laughs> oh yeah, those, the dog, fr- those yeah. freaking dogs that yeah. would come out around the corner. Oh my gosh! And ammo is so scarce in that game. You're, you're like, do I use a shotgun? Do I use a pistol? Oh no! This yeah. is the first survival game. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm, paved the way for uh, Tarkov. Probably, yeah. I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Spicy game. Uh, Resident Evil Two. Resident Evil Two gave yeah. me nightmares. There you go, Jordan. How about you? A game that uh, set you up to be uh, scared? Or I'm scared not really you? good at scary games, so I don't play them a lot. Outlast was pretty scary. Yeah. Once, though, I feel like in those games, like in Outlast, once you figure out the formula, you can start to tell, like, okay, here we go. Boop, there it is. The guy's mm-hmm. peeking through the window now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like to figure out the formula. <laughs> well, you get it after, like, a level or two. Uh, what's Is there a game that creeps you out that's not meant to be creepy, necessarily, that was surprised? Like, maybe there was a creepy level inside kind of had a creepy vibe to it, and then yeah. the end was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. That was funny. Um, I don't know. I Alan Wake kind of. I mean, yeah, Alan Wake did. Alan Wake did more because of, of the eerie. It was very eerie, especially the lady, the old lady. Remember her? She was creepy. I'll tell you. Every time I die in Tarkov, I jump because oh, yeah. you shot, never yeah. know when you're gonna get shot. Oh, and when you get t- and yeah, it's loud, it's true. And you're just it's like pop, pop, pop. And you're de- and you're like, oh, oh my gosh. And that actually gives me nightmares of dying. <laughs> uh, in chat, Super Shocker says... you never know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Super Shocker said Silent Hill. Chosen Gringo says Doom made me jump a, f- a few times. Uh, Blair, Blair Witch, Witch is uh, one that everyone is talking about. Very good. Great question. Thank you very much, Psychotic, for writing in. Garbage Grove writes in and says, hey, you guys, just curious, but are you, any of you looking forward to El- Elden Ring? He says, I'm a huge oh, yeah. Soulsborne fan and have beaten all the Souls games, Bloodborne, and Sekiro many times. So, of course, a Souls-ish game based on North mythology in an open world is my wet dream, especially since George R. R. Martin is working on it as well. I've heard rumors of it releasing summer 2020, so I'm surprised I haven't seen much hype behind it. Just wondering about your thoughts on it and if any of you guys are looking forward to playing it. Thanks. Love you guys. P.S. Long live the bastard. All right. 
I got it for you. Yeah, job, that's that, you. That, does that make you feel good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for this game because I like anything from software does. Yeah, there you go. Just by default, I bet you they'll show it off at E3 and then we'll get a release date. Yeah, uh, summer. You think we'll get that this summer? A release date? Maybe like tail end of summer. Maybe. Okay, okay, see that. Spicy. I, th- I think we'll get it this year. Spicy. This uh, does this game scratch you in the right way? The idea oh, of it, absolutely. the concept. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, I even enjoyed the style uh, with uh, with the new Star Wars game that just came out. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. whenever you have that style of difficulty and enemies respawn and you have to unlock the different maps and everything, the the format is is genius. Yeah. Remember, I just remember this dropping at E3. We were in the audience. It was at the Microsoft. It was on the Microsoft stage, mm-hmm. and it was ring where we were like Lord of the Rings, and it was George R. R. Martin, and it was everybody cheered. It was super cool. Yeah. Very exciting I'm stuff. Very excited for that game. Yeah. Garbage Grove. Great question. Thank you very much for writing in. Rooster Cogburn writes in. Isn't Rooster Cogburn uh, uh, True Grit? That's True Grit. That's Rooster Cogburn. John Wayne, True Grit. Boom. Nailed it. That's I'm right. so proud of you. Do you want me to give you like some acknowledgement? Take or- that to the bank. Yeah. All right, David. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hello, everyone. He says, I'm new to the community and really like the positivity everyone brings to my favorite hobby. You guys make great content and I'm looking forward to future episodes. Well, thank you very much, Rooster Cogburn. That being said, I'm looking for some advice. He says, my son is soon to be eight and is obsessed with Roblox and Fortnite. He hates losing and refuses to play anything else that he feels is challenging. He seems to take losing well in other aspects of life like sports and board games, but not gaming. Any games you guys could recommend for us to play together and help him branch out? Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Rooster Cogburn, that is a really good question. Uh, Spicy has some experience with his nephews. Um, do you have any, yeah. any thoughts, any ideas there? I mean, it, games, it's tough. Kind of weaning people away from, or not even weaning away from Fortnite, but giving other experiences. Yeah, so it's it's really, really tough. I actually have an opinion on this. I feel as though there's a lot of issues with people not, not hand, like, they're not used to losing. Sure. And it makes it hard in their lives if they've never had to lose to lose. Yeah. <laughs> if that if that makes Fortnite sense. Fortnite is creating that, you think? No, I just think just the nature of I mean, I don't want to get, you know, too crazy, but just the nature of when I was a kid, I lost soccer games when I was, you know, playing recreation soccer. Now I go to my nephew's games and stuff and they don't keep score. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I see, I see what you're saying. Stuff like that, saying, yeah. right? I believe that losing is very important for the psychology and the well-being of a person. Yeah, you can't win if you don't lose. Correct. And so, like, even the, the my my nephews, they were huge San Francisco fans. And when they were just, they did not know how to handle. Really? You know. Really? Interesting. Um, for the Super Bowl. The Chiefs winning, right? Yeah. So, it was actually really interesting to see that. So, mm. it's, it's kind of interesting because now we have this world where they don't want to introduce any you know, failure to children. And I think it's doing some interesting things to their psychology. Sure. So that said, um, I can totally relate to this question. Mm. Um, how I would do it. Well, not how I would do it. Some suggestions is if they like sports games, introduce them to sports games, such as Madden, if they like football, such as FIFA, FIFA, if they like soccer, I think sports, um, in gaming and in real life are, very uh, a very good way to introduce some um, fortitude into their mental 
you know, uh, you know, uh, handling loss and handling like that, you know, because in sports you're trying to improve. You're you're mm-hmm. you're trying to get better, right? Um, I can see that in fighting games as well. Um, well, it's very because because it's one on one. Because it's one on one, yeah. It's I I feel as though that I don't know, Madden might be a good one. I I don't know. Find something that they really enjoy, whether it's basketball or anything. That's that they enjoy in real life and then try to find a game that goes with that. And then they will they'll not realize that they're. Do you think that Fortnite is unique, though, because uh, Rooster said his son handles losing in other aspects like sports and stuff, but just not with with Fortnite for was the was the specific. Do you think Fortnite is unique because we and we we never had this experience growing up because multiplayer didn't exist in this way to this scale. Fortnite for these kids is a status. It's a status Correct. symbol. So the There's re- a whole culture around it. The reason he doesn't mind Fortnite is because that's what all his friends plays. Yeah. And so if he didn't play that, he would be made fun of. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, so, well, but that's why he takes losing so hard. In no, Fortnite. Yeah, he, that's why he, kids, he hates losing. He hates losing Fortnite, in Fortnite, right? but yeah. can handle it well in other, in other aspects. But I think it's cause it's a status, status multiplayer game, right? Yeah. Um, Another option that I really enjoy with, you know, with the nephews and kids and everything is the Lego games. Um, I really think that they do a good job at very simple for a young age to play, but it gets difficult and you have puzzles to figure out if you're trying to 100% the game. And yeah. So that has a good spectrum of early players, older players, um, people that are skilled in gaming can enjoy it while still playing with their their children because you're trying to get those stupid coin things to get the little meter to be 100% right so um but it's 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 tough uh, i think losing is really important in in growth and i feel like yeah i i don't know I, fortnite's interesting as well because there's a there's a lot of blame when it, you're dealing with a but but Bot, yeah, yeah bot or see. lag or my controller. There's a lot of blame. Yeah, um, you look at any pro players like the like Shroud Ninja, all those people. The mentality of those people are not blaming the game. They always go, "How could I improve?" Yeah. Right. So, I don't know that's a that's a tough that's a tough question. <laughs> I think it's a really good question. It's a good question, and it's I mean, find something that works. Yeah. Just just try. Uh, the great thing about Game Pass is you can try a lot of games, but the trick, I think, is to not let them realize that they're playing a game they don't like. Get them into something that they like, like a sports game like Madden or something, right? Yeah, so, or whatever their tastes are. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, any any differentiating no, that, opinions uh, there? No, that was really good. Yeah. Or all Nintendo games. Any Nintendo game will do it. Yeah, Mario Kart. Super Smash Brothers uh, would Super be Smash probably the be perfect fighting game because you could play it as a family. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also competitive. But it's mm-hmm. multiple, multiple competitive, so it's not just one-on-one. It might be a good one as well. Uh, some people in, in, in chat suggestions are uh, Lego Worlds with my daughter or Minecraft. Uh, psychotic uh, or country gentleman says I play Sea of Thieves with my son. Psychotic says Smash Brothers. Sea of Sar- Thieves would be a great one. Sea of Thieves would be really good. Uh, psychotic says Super Smash Brothers. Uh, Sergeant Reaper says Brawlhalla, which Brawlhalla? Yeah, it's basically that is Super fun. Smash it's Brawlhalla, another yeah. Smash game. Yeah, uh, and then any of the Lego games are some some suggestions as well. Something that I could add is um, basically. While you're playing or if they're what I had to tell my nephew when he would play Fortnite and he would just get 
pissed. And he went through like three controllers. This kid's like eight years old. Oh, we yeah. played with him a couple times. I remember. Yeah. I remember one time very specifically. Yeah. Well, because uh, he went, he was pretty hardcore. Like yeah. he, he, he all, he inspired all of us. You yeah. Know I, was, what I, mean? uh, I guess we're going in. Um, <laughs> to have a conversation, I, I had to have a conversation with him, and I just said, "Is the." Pay attention to your feelings while you play. Is it making you happy or is it making you mad? And if it's making you mad, maybe you take a break and maybe you try something else or maybe you try another game. Um, But anyways, I do think there is something to be. I think that's great advice. I do think there is something to be said about that's just that age group as well. While we didn't have that kind of Internet connectivity, multiplayer options, we didn't have land when we were growing up. Uh, I didn't. You well, no, did. We, well, had we, two, had, no, we, we had, had two. No, we had two players. Yeah. Well, no, no. We had two players. That's like, true. But that's not till I was. I was in junior high. And like even point. on the PlayStation, we, Tony Hawk. You we always. Me. But see, when we were playing BattleNet and we put, do, did like No Rush Five Men, you yeah. know, and then they came at three minutes. That's when you realized the world was a terrible place. <laughs> <laughs> or someone called on the I'm, phone. What I'm what I'm <laughs> what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is Froze at eight years old. I remember at eight. I do remember at eight years old. Playing F Zero or Mario or something like that, and not being able to beat a level. And I remember the amount of times I've thrown, I threw the little square Nintendo controller or the Super Nintendo controller just in complete rage. And that was just in, it's just me in the game, right? Uh, I don't know if, I, I'm sure I distinctly remember. No, I, those uh, and I think, so I think there is something to be said that that is just that age too. You don't know how to regulate your feelings or emotions. I mean, I have a three year old right now, and let me tell you. They call it the three nage years, the three nager, because they just snap. She, There's no regulation of emotions. emotions. And I think at eight years old, that's probably still there the same as well. So don't discount just kids being well, crazy. Like the, great thi- <laughs> the great thing about the <laughs> NES era. Is Those the- controllers didn't break. Well, they were yeah. great. Yeah. And the games were unbeatable. <laughs> yeah. Like they did not play test those games. Yeah. So you were introduced to failure. There was no patches. Every game you yeah. played. There was a reason you were throwing controllers at the TV. <laughs> and those TVs didn't break either. <laughs> I mean, in that, what was it? World, um, <laughs> volleyball World Cup? You could not beat Brazil. <laughs> they, that team was impossible. Oh, yeah. And there was no saved games. You had to work your way from the top every time. Unless you had like in Metroid your codes, but that was that was a unique scenario. Uh, don't count on Dad says with my child I always uh, won little by little, uh, and then I'd start winning a little less, and then let them win, uh, so they get a sense of working harder and accomplishing goals. That's, that's a good way to do that's, it. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, I will not do that with my ch- children. I will smack them down <laughs> so hard in anything we do, so that when they do finally beat me. Which will probably never happen because they won't it ever try be, anything ever it again. It will be an accomplishment, right? <laughs> They're yeah. like, I ain't doing that. My dad, my dad <laughs> no, showed me that I suck. Daddy, David, Daddy, can we play Apex? Yes, we can, son. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a bad. Let situation. me get my gym shorts on. <laughs> can we play something? We're playing basketball. I'm just, I'm the guy that just swats his kid's ball yeah. out of the, out of every David time. David gave me great advice one time. He yeah. said. You are the alpha male man of the house until your son can pin you. Until he can and pin I said, you, down. you know what? You're right. That's yeah. how the Spartans did it. Yeah. <laughs> I have this philosophy. Yeah. If I train my dog a certain way, <laughs> I train my kid the same way. Consistency. Yeah. You know? Well, and well, I'm just kidding for everybody that's like <laughs> outraged right now. About the pinning thing, I'm just not. kidding. I, I actually but, I, but am, I am, I am in charge about, of the household. I do until I, he can I do pin think me. I will smash my kids uh in any in any competitive until thing that we she play. just starts crying and it's like 
It's because she was bully crying. You know what I mean? Well, I won't. I won't rub it in their face. I'll just, you know, the stare. Like you sure? It sure sounds like you're gonna yell, <laughs> "Suck it!" He'll just send them a message over Xbox Live that says, "Get good, <laughs> get good." <laughs> It'll be like get Festivus. Good. The holiday doesn't end till you pin me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the Festivus for the rest of us. I'm just kidding. Everybody that's right now is gonna report me to ch- children's services or whatever. I'm just kidding. Is that a or crime? am I? Or am I? <laughs> Great question, though. I think that was a really good I question. I want to add something. I think oh, yeah. it's important to uh, learn how to have fun when you lose. I think oh, that's, that's what's so great about Smash Brothers and those games that they suggested. Those games teach you it's fun to lose. That's Losing true. is a good time, and if you learn to have fun with it, I think that... Yeah, absolutely. That I agree helps. with that 100%. No, no that's actually a really See, good example, because... That's how I taught my younger brother over there, because <laughs> I always beat him in yeah. everything. He has, yeah, he has, such, such, a, he has such a good attitude <laughs> about it. Isn't that yeah, great? Yeah. Yeah. See, so you uh, took, the, you took the just smash him approach. <laughs> just, just beat him down so hard and then laugh about it. <laughs> well, no, that face. no, but that's actually a good point. Like, for example, David and I were playing Apex the other day, and we got into this really fun team fight. We ended up losing, oh, yeah, we lost. but we figured, oh, oh we lost because I should have did this. But it was a fun fight, you know what that's I mean? Fun. And we learned, like, oh, we lost because they did this at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah. That's a really, that's learning a really experience. good question. That though. was fun. Thank you very much, uh, Rooster. Chat says you sound like you lose a lot. <laughs> uh, Rooster, great question. R56 Cooper writes in and says, with the world finding out what the initiative has been working on getting closer and closer, what game or type of game are you hoping to see released from the initiative? By the way, keep up the great work with the podcast, guys. Thank you very much, Cooper. Initiative, Jordan, game or type of game you want to see come out of um, the initiative? I don't know. I hope it's one of three things. I hope it's either Fable four but i don't think it's gonna be that i hope it's a cool fantasy role-playing game oh uh, that and then i could get behind or i think it's or i want it to be so basically i don't think it's fable four no we're getting a new ip out of them yeah it's gonna be a new i think it's gonna be i i would like to see this just me i would like to see a good fantasy role-playing game okay or a good fantasy role-playing mmo Oh, I, I, I think I don't I think feel, I'm, I don't I'm, think I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say this. I feel this is just how I feel. I play a lot of MMOs. I feel like we're lacking with top tier MMOs right now. You've got ESO and ESO. So a game that was made five years ago. Yeah, but that's the purpose of an MMO is that it never no, ends, no, no, no. right? I think ESO is good. Warcraft has its highs and lows. And I think Final Fantasy is good. But, I, I uh, think. I, I feel like w- speaking of losing, let me teach you a principle right now and smash Jordan's opinion uh, okay, into the dust. Okay. MMO is not the way to go. They're not going to go with it. Anymore. Here, let me explain something to you, man. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. And no, if it was like you would, you like MMOs. I do like MMOs, but no, that's I, they're going to go. I think fantasy RPG would be really fantasy cool. RPG. Something we need a good way. fantasy. We RPG. need and Xbox needs an exclusive one. Something in those veins, and I think that that's that's probably more likely where it would go. Mm-hmm. Spicy, mm-hmm. how about you? I just want a good game. Amen. Did you know what game I want to see remade and remastered? Matrix. That was a Do good Do you think one. it would be a mistake to go first-person shooter? With Matrix? Oh, no, 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 no with, Init- with the initiative. Yes. Yes, I do. Because of the because of how the market is right now. Because Xbox Xbox has first person shooters. They don't need they don't need more. What Xbox well, at, needs is Look at what PlayStation has. You have Days Gone, you have God of War, yeah. you have all RPG like yeah, games, right? that's what initiative should be working on. Think, something like that. I something would, different. Something new. I would like a fa- like a something fantasy borrowed or- and something blue. Ooh, <laughs> nailed it! I just like MMOs, and I'm and I'm just basically I'm just waiting for like. 
Final Fantasy to come out. I mean, on the if Xbox, you but... made like a MMO that absolutely hands down was the best, then no one could question, and you knew it. <laughs> so basically, you're saying if you like can if you make concept, if you can make the greatest MMO, game ever, I you think, could do whatever you want. You might as well just make it then. <laughs> no, I think got my vote. I think MMOs are archaic. I think we're the reason. What? That, yes, I think the reason that WoW Classic did good. Is because it was WoW Classic. I don't think you're getting new people into World of Warcraft. I don't even think you're getting new people into ESO. I think MMO players from World of Warcraft are in ESO. Or or you're maybe getting some Skyrim people into an ESO. What about Final Fantasy Online? Ooh. Same, I mean, that's its own that's its own genre, right? But I don't think they're drawing in new players. I think it's an archaic mode because I think the grind no longer works. That that traditional grind to level ninety just to get to end game. I think the new MMO is the sandbox MMO, the C, which I would I would say is Sea of Thieves. I would say is Grand Theft Auto Online, Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Online. That, but Sea of Thieves it, has one of the worst grinds I've ever seen. Yeah, but. It's sandbox. Like it's not you're you, there's no level attached to you in that. Like it's no. It's just going out there and just you can just go in and mess about. Like and you're no different than the guy who has spent hundreds of hours to get to but the next level. That's also to your downfall because uh, let's take um Having said I, this, World of Warcraft obviously is crushing it. Well, ESO is obviously crushing it, but I just don't think We'll take I just don't think the MMO Number one, it's super hard to develop. It's super hard to be successful at. Mm -hmm. And number two, I think the model is our. I think the model is evolving. No, see, I disagree with you. There, there is, there is, there's good to the grind. For example, if I put in twenty hours to get that one piece of gear that makes me that much stronger, like a Diablo. If I played Diablo, yeah, but and grinded to get that piece of gear that gives me that the two percent better. That's worth it. You know what I mean? Because you, you that was worth it in two thousand and six. So you're no, I do that in Tarkov all the time. Yeah. So, so what you're Tarkov saying is, is just a different version of that grind. Exactly, but it's not an MMO. Like it's not. It's 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 evolved, is what I'm saying. Like, and there's so many games and so many options for player. So many different things grabbing for someone's attention. You just don't have the time that 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 MMOs traditional MMOs. But that's why you require make a you good one. Well, but what well, I think there's but three good but, ones out there right now. But that's exactly what I'm saying. I think Sea of Thieves is an MMO. I think Grand Theft Auto Online is an MMO. But I think these are the new versions, and they don't call themselves MMOs, right? I think well, when but, you say MMO, I'm th- I'm thinking traditional World of Warcraft. Okay, no, no let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Destiny. I think we can consider Destiny to be a Destiny shooter is, looter it, MMO, yes, right? It's an evolution of that. I yes. have issues with Destiny because when they come out, and I think someone, I think it may have been Ronan we were chatting with. Or Division. You take games like Destiny and Division. When they come out with an expansion, you beat that expansion within a week and you're done. I don't... I think... I mean, that has its place, but but I'd rather have a World of Warcraft expansion where I I am brought through this journey over the course of the year, right? No, I think the way that Destiny does it is smart, is, is, is tailored to 2020 in that... But then... Listen, in that, yes... You can beat the DLC mm-hmm. much quicker than you can in a World of Warcraft, yeah. but you're beating the DLC to get access to grind um, multiplayer, yes, and strike missions, which is multiplayer with your with your friends, etc. But for that next level gear, Destiny is Destiny is an evolution, and it's an evolution. It's a modern MMO. So that, that's what I'm talking about. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like in Destiny, let's let's say a month. You're you're a hardcore good player. You can you can. The new expansion Shadow Keep comes out. The new raid comes out within the week. Mm-hmm. You can gear up within the month, and then you're stuck 
for another six to eight months doing nothing. Yeah. Whereas that's you where you want a World of Warcraft that yeah, that's keeps where I, that attention yeah, I mean, like I said, that has its place in Destiny. And I'm saying I'm not saying Destiny is a bad game. Sure, sure. I'm just saying that's their style. I do personally prefer the style of here comes Wrath of the Lich King expansion, and over the course of the year, we're building up, going through different dungeons, raids, and yeah. progressing the story to get to that final no, part. Right? And I'm not saying that's bad or but that's bad. You just You're said it was archaic. archaic. I'm saying it's archaic, which doesn't mean that it's bad. It's it's outdated. I don't think that that model works in 2020 anymore. It it works. You're not getting new players to do that. How many players are jumping in to spend that much time in one game? Well, you're not getting new players in any other game besides Fortnite, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you are, but you, but you are. Like, how many people are well, playing? I, I think if it's done correctly, like a let's take a Wrath of the Lich King type expansion or mm -hmm. a Shadowbringers expansion, which is more modern for Final Fantasy. Shadowbringers brought in tons of new players, and they have retained that player base over the past six months, right? If you're in an the problem with MMO with the with the old way of MMOs, and you can say that it is the pro that it still exists, and maybe perhaps they just mask it better. But the problem is, is you can't play any other game like and there's too many options for gamers today. Game Pass, as an example, right? Mm -hmm. There's too many new game, new, really good games coming out all the time. There's too many multiplayer games. You gotta realize World of Warcraft at its height didn't have that much online competition in any other game that had any similarity to it. Every online game, whether it's Division, whether it's Destiny, whether it's Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead or any of these... They all have elements of you get I can get my my MMO jollies off <laughs> in those games to an extent without having to fully dive in and commit my entire life to an MMO. Well, I mean, I've I've maxed out current Warcraft expansion and I'm still able to play other games like it's not. Yeah, but you're a current fan. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't know if that game model is conducive. I to think getting new I think World of Warcraft is I, I don't want to use that as an example because I think the last this latest expansion wasn't that great, sure. right? But well, we'll see. I think there's a reason that we're not. I think it's super hard to develop. What's the what's the archaic part? Are you talking about the grind? The 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 insane grind time to just begin the then just begin the game. Your traditional the, we're using world. Well, yeah, but see, no, no. See, you're 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 on the premise of Destiny. You have to make it to end game to play the game. MMOs are built differently than Destiny, and that's that's why I think Destiny. No, no, no. In I'm my opinion, a, I think they need to adjust no, the way I'm their end game is, right? I'm not on Destiny. Are you not playing World of Warcraft ultimately to to get to end to get to level cap and be able to do the raids? Well, yeah, but there is also and a is, bunch of other content along the way, right? A lot more than a bunch. Yeah, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like the development process, the money that has to go in to develop that yeah. and do it properly, and then the time that players take. I just think it's an it's it's. I don't think it's viable, I, and I, I think it's the reason. That we've not seen a new World of Warcraft. It's, it's the reason. No, that no, I I agree with you. Hard, I think it's hard because if you put all this time and investment and money, and you're not getting new players over to it, you're sunk. I agree with you on the development side. I, Warcraft original World of Warcraft took what five years to make. I think Guild Wars Two took like six years to make. Right, like they, they do take more time. But I mean, look at how many. When you okay, let's take Warcraft for example. It it made it took you five years to make the ba base game another year or two to make the first expansion and then another year or so to make the second expansion of Wrath of the Lich King. And at that point, you're at over, what, 10 million subscribers, right? 
So if done correctly, your investment is well but worth it. But no one it, else right? has done that. Is what I'm saying. Like there's one example of it, and they were the first one to do it. No, they weren't the first one to do it. Ultima Online came before they, them. They were the first. And then EverQuest improved on Ultima Online. They were the Online. first one to do it to that scale. Yeah, because they they essentially. It's funny enough. Like if you've played Classic Warcraft, Classic Warcraft was a more casual version of EverQuest and Ultima, right? And that's what they did properly. Sure. And that's what brought people in, right? But I'm just saying a lot of I don't know. I just I feel I, like other and then and I then don't you have think a, in 2020 it works. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I think if it's done correctly, it's, like it, it's a evolving. Final Fantasy Online, it's evolving and it's it's going to continue to evolve. Spicy, you agree? E- disagree? Even ESO though, an, another a more modern one has a successful player base, so it can't no, be done I, correctly. No, it right? does. I was, okay. okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no. I think it's hard to build a game like that. Sure. I agree. But you, I mean, games are a lot easier to develop nowadays than they were back then, with the vast amount of tools available to them, right? So, but I mean, you deal with a lot of stuff. Anyways, I don't know, but I don't. I think, I think I'm with Jordan. I think if it's done right, if it's a good game, it'll sell. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with that too. What I'm saying is, I don't think anyone is. I think there are very few developers, and I think Microsoft. Because the question, this this came from the question, what what do we want in the initiative to come out with? And I just don't think it's, I don't think the payoff is there when you look at what developers are doing mm-hmm. um, to build that traditional MMO. It's too risky. No, you're right. I, it's probably not going to be an MMO. I was just saying it would be cool if it was a nice, good fantasy so MMO. So right? you don't think but that it's an archaic model? It depends on how it's done. I, I personally I would, don't. I would say like Red Dead Redemption 2 is almost on that line of that same model. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm well, like okay. the, uh, the old. Model. I'm saying it's, uh, it, but I'm saying it's that slightly modified. It's but a sandbox, though. That's the thing. You're not, you're not you leveling kind your of, character. You kind of are with your weapons, and I don't know. You kind of are. Well, yeah, but that's but that's my point. You're kind of doing that in Grand Theft Auto as well, right? With your with your housing and your vehicles, stuff like that. I'm saying that's the evolution. I think those are closer. Those are the new MMO. Like that's the evolution of MMOs. Instead of the distinct level grind, unlocking at levels, raids at levels, it's sandbox MMO, do whatever you want. Like, that is the I mean, I, I can see that, but uh, if it's done right, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, no, so look at, that, look at look that, like the most modern its... version of it, I think, would be uh, Black Desert Online, which is very, very sandboxy. And how long did we play Black Desert Online? Which, again, how much... That had AFK fishing. I could play other games <laughs> while I played that one. No, no. Like, I get what you're saying with, like, let, let's take Sea of Thieves for an example, right? <laughs> you have a you have an end goal to reach, and you can start wherever you want. You can just jump in, and you can go to the skull forts, or you can play more casual or whatever, right? I get that. That has its place, and yeah. I do like that model for that application. But there's something to be said, like, hey, I went through these five dungeons to gear up, and now I can take on the big bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there's a sense of character progression, right? Yeah. I feel like World of Warcraft has more of a sen- more or let's take let's take Final Fantasy because it's doing better than World of Warcraft right now. I feel like Final Fantasy Online leveling up through the story, doing all this has more of a a character progression, and you feel like you're evolving your character than a game like Sea of Thieves. I agree with that. But that's the appeal to that type of game. That's what I'm saying. Like the appeal to an MMO is you're growing no, with I get the, the appeal world, to an MMO. Right? Yeah. I don't know what I'm we're just arguing saying, about. I think, now. I'm just saying I think that it's an outdated model. I oh. think I think because maybe you don't prefer it as much as Jordan prefers it. I think it's maybe it's down to preference. But I think yeah, that less yeah. people prefer it than Jordan prefers it. What I'm saying what I'm mm-hmm. saying is it's an archaic model in the part. I think if World of Warcraft were to launch today in 2020, 
it would not do as well as it did in 2000 and whatever it, whenever it, whenever it there's out. far more people we, gaming today than there was back then too. Yeah. And we, I think that the games have evolved. There's more options for players to today. This, this is exactly what I'm saying. It's an archaic model because there's so much competition. It's, it's just, it's a hard sell. It's a hard sell today. Like the fact that I can jump in for 10 minutes, go shoot a prostitute and put her on the railroad and let her get ran what over if, by cars. Like, that's 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 a bigger get a appeal. quickie that's up a, by the Hollywood side. That's an, that's an easier and then run them sell. off the cliff. That's an easier sell in 2020. That's exactly the point that I'm making. What if it's an archaic model? What if we had that same archaic model mm. with fast travel? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me here. Let me with ask you this: Battle Pass. Let me <laughs> well, with, with fast pass. travel because well, that would fix everything that you're talking about. <laughs> well, here let, let me ask you this because I actually think this is a really good discussion. Let's take The Witcher 3. You're loving that game right now. That, besides its single-player element, is essentially... Besides the fact that it's not a massive yeah, <laughs> multiplayer online game. is a similar setup of character progression. You're progressing through your story. You're progressing through your zones. You're constantly upgrading your character, upgrading loot, gear, stuff like that, right? It's a, it's the same concept as yeah, the character I will progression tell you what, of, my point, of uh, MMO. My right? point is exactly what down, uh, Don't Count on Daz says. He says, I'm with X1 Bros. It's an old model that's dying. It's just getting blended with other genres. That's exactly my point. That It is evolving. Blended is another word. The elements of it have been put into Destiny, Division, mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves, Witcher. Like, just same, same as RPG. RPG elements are now in every single but game, if, right? That's, that's my point, though. If you take, and, and I'm not saying that MMOs can get, Cannot get stale because they can, right? That's why you kind of move on. What, to what is the most? But I feel like second most, or is it fantasy, or is it a uh, Final Fantasy? It might be Final Fantasy. Uh, it's it's the, the top three most. are Warcraft. I think Final Fantasy. I think Final Fantasy is. And there's probably everybody's probably going to say like, oh no, you forgot about this game. There's probably some mobile. And I'm sure the that's top crushing. The thing it. is, is the Runescape. reason <laughs> yeah, the Runescape yeah, yeah. is destroyed. Yeah. No, I think the reason those three are so big is because they're all subscription based, with the exception of ESO. You can play that one without a subscription. Yeah. But what's so amazing about at least Final Fantasy and Warcraft is their subscription base. Which that part, I do see the point that may be getting archaic. Like subscription based games for one game is kind of not like yeah. it, it well, turns people away. But well, regardless, this is a good discussion. Cooper got us off on that tangent. Thank you very much, oh, Cooper, yeah. for writing in. Uh, Bearded Panda writes in and says, "What's up, guys? Hope all is well." My question is, how do you feel about Sony waiting until after Microsoft gives their price before they announce the price on the PS5? He says, I personally think they are worried. Mind you, it might be a good marketing strategy, but it's a little cowardly to me. To me, it says that they don't think their console will be as powerful and therefore wants to get it at a lesser price to move units. I really don't think Phil and Microsoft will put out another less powerful console. He, he said he will. they will never be the less powerful. That's just my opinion. Just want to say thank you guys for all the hard work you all do. Love the show, the community. Keep doing the great things you guys do. Thank you very much, Bearded Panda. Appreciate it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that either way. You're kind of in a catch-22. You've got to release your price yeah. Uh, if you're Microsoft or if you're Sony. I, I do know with the with the PlayStation 4, they they were going to bundle their Connect. What, I don't know what they call theirs. PlayStation I. The I. With it, when Sony announced theirs, it was a last-minute decision. Let's drop the price by $100, and we won't, we won't, we won't package it with Can it. Can you imagine they that? Were, it was included. Oh, guys, take it out of the box. Or, I mean, uh, guys, do I mean, it worked. That, <laughs> delete that slide. Yeah. Delete that take PowerPoint slide. Take it out. I mean, it was a smart, take it out. It was a smart move. They hit yeah. the ground running, and then they had the games to back it up. 
Um, so well, I, I don't know. I don't know. My serious answer to this would be I don't think Microsoft needs to worry because I think they have different they have the different price points of Xboxes, right? You're going to have your That's Series X, which is I think is going to be 499. The Xbox okay. One X was 499. I think for a premium console, you're going to pay 499, Then right? the X will get discounted. And then I think well, yeah, whenever a new console comes out, the other consoles get. But I think remember wasn't it Project Lockhart? Lockhart? Yeah. Well, that one will probably be your mid-tier. Yeah, I, I don't know what do you want to say 299, 399 yeah. Yeah. area, right? And that'll be your entry level, right? And all that stuff. Um that's my serious answer. I don't think Microsoft has to worry because they have it fe- well, they are doing Project Lockhart, right? Didn't we talk about that a while ago, right? Yeah. They yeah. have their tiered Xboxes, right? So if you want the premium experience, here's what you're paying, and this is what you get. And if it's anything like the Xbox One X where it's like you can't spend that money and build a better PC. Yeah. And that's where they had you, right? That's why it was such a good price point, right? If they do the same with the X, they're fine. And then just like Xbox One X, you have the S, in this case, whatever Project Lockhart is, right, at your lower entry-level price point. Mark. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say my other answer is I kind of hope it just becomes this huge game of chicken right up <laughs> yeah. until the like who's, who's going to yeah, yeah, this is what I hope happens. I love it when major companies just fight each I other. I hope Microsoft comes out and announces their price point and Sony offers theirs for $100 less and then Microsoft tweets out Psych. Ours is a hundred dollars less than Sony's now. They beat and it they by like just, five bucks. And they just keep going. That's basically how business works. <laughs> yeah. Com- competition Spicy, works. Spicy, what do you think? You think it's a big deal? Uh I mean it's always been like this. Yeah. Um I think if I I could be mistaken, but I think the only year that Sony released their price first, Microsoft went less and did better than and that's and the that PlayStation. Was the 360, yeah. That's the three sixty versus the PlayStation. I mean, Sony always in the, historically, because I think they learned from that, yeah. So they they can adapt. I think it's a smart move by Sony to just wait um, and see what the price is, and then they can do their, you know, okay, if we do it like this, can we crunch this? Can we crunch this? Yeah. And then they can come out with a competitive thing. I think it's smart for for Sony to do that. The one time they didn't do that, they lost. Yeah, you know. So I I don't know. Yeah, I very interesting. Interesting that interesting that this question came comes up uh, because Phil Spencer this week said. That the company sees does not see PlayStation as, as its main competition, which is fascinating. The, the, and I don't think this is strategy speak, right? I think this is genuine. He said, uh, Phil Spencer has re- revealed that the company sees Amazon as and Google as its main competition for the future. He, uh, he was speaking with uh, Protocol. It's a technology publication. And this is what Phil Spencer said, quote, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in the cloud over the years. And I think that this th- and I've been probably very true. And I've wow, been, yeah. And I mean, Sony had to make the deal with Microsoft to get the to you know Whoa. utilize their Azure servers. Here's the thing: the future. I've, I've said this before. We've said this on the show. In five years, gaming is going to look completely different than it is today. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is not concerned about selling hardware. Microsoft is concerned about getting you in their ecosystem. That's why you see the Game Pass. They're they're going the new Netflix type of model. They want you in their ecosystem. That's all that's important. That's why you got Game Pass. That's why you got Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, Game Pass on PC. That is the future. Cloud is a part of that. You got to realize 5G is coming, which is going to have less latency and less wireless latency. Less wireless lat- latency. And that is going to improve cloud, uh, cloud gaming. 
I, I, I think, and I do, again, I don't think this is a disingenuous statement. I don't think this is like, oh, a shot at Nintendo and Sony. I think this is true that yeah. they are going. Gaming is changing, and I when you look at who is innovating right now, it is Microsoft all the way. I think getting crushed this generation really helped them. Uh, mm-hmm. in in the respect that like I would say almost embarrassed. Yeah, embarrassed. Really, you know, it really is. Uh, because they're taking advantage of their in 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 house technology. I mean, they're a software company. They've invested all this money in cloud servers, cloud computing. Phil Spencer said what two years ago started talking about cloud computing that that's where he thinks the future is. When nobody else was talking about it, right? Like, so I just I think this is true. Google and Amazon they view and Amazon set up. I they have these they have, they have these the streaming, servers, yeah. streaming service yeah they they're, own that market they're set up and they're trying to get into the to the game Nvidia's well, getting into their, the cloud game they have their own servers yeah Nvidia's getting into the cloud game oh, Google yeah. Stadia just went free to free to play uh, this last this last week uh, they announced that the competition is heating up on the cloud side of things well what's super interesting about that that comment is Microsoft and Nintendo are friends right Xbox Live is on Nintendo via like Minecraft yeah. and certain games like that right Sony is using Microsoft servers for their cloud the only one that Microsoft doesn't have with them is Google and Amazon right yeah Google is doing its own thing and has their own servers and same with Amazon yeah no that is and Amazon is their direct competitor to Mixer, right? So yeah, spicy. What are your th- what are your thoughts on on Phil Spencer's statement, seeing that as their competitors? No, I think it's fascinating, yeah. and I think he's one hundred percent correct. Yeah, um, the landscape is shifting, and it's not saying that that PlayStation is not going to beat Microsoft this next generation. Or I think, well, at least as of right now, it does feel like there's two different visions. Yeah, who is it? I think it's IBM that plays the the patent game. They own all the patents, so that's how they. St- that's how they're still relevant. Yeah, is everyone that uses any technology has to license to them, right? I think Microsoft might be playing that p- card as well, because I mean, Jordan just mentioned Sony has to go to Microsoft to do certain things with their servers, right? Or I think you mentioned well, that. they're using the Azure server, the Azure yeah, servers, for yeah. Yeah. Um, Azure, and that's the sign of. People that were anticipating where things were going. Amazon purchasing Twitch five years ago was looking at this. I mean, and Amazon has more servers than God. That's their number one. People, when you you don't realize that's their number one business is web servers. Yeah. So I AWS. Yeah, and then you have Google, which they're trying to put fiber into the hands of everybody. You know, they're. I see Phil Spencer as being one hundred percent correct. Yeah. That's that's their competition, and it's. It's totally shifting. And with, you know, the fifth generation 5G coming out, you're going to see wireless devices being able to be competitive. Whereas, like in my house, when I built this house, I wanted to be competitive. So I just put hardwire everywhere everywhere because I wanted to be able to game everywhere. That possibly might not be the case, although you run into the frequency issues of having, you know, line of sight stuff. And they still have to work some things out with that technology, I think. Um, but you know, wireless gaming, competitive gaming may be a thing. Yeah. Well, what's interesting to do Mikey Barra got into it with someone on Twitter, I would say like two or three weeks ago. Um, and the person on Twitter was a hard, is a hardcore Xbox fan. Um, was it Randy Pitchford? No, it's, <laughs> some, I feel like he's getting into it's someone room. that has, it's someone that has, uh, he, he does, he does a lot of Xbox stuff on YouTube. Um, and he's known as being a little bit of a troll, but he, he got into it with with Mikey Barr, and he kept making the point: No hardware. We need to. Why are you Why are you taking away the power of the Xbox brand by letting me play e- everywhere? And Mikey Barra said, "You're thinking too small. You've got to think scale. What is scalable?" 
and and hardware is not scalable at the same side. I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, if Mikey Bar is in chat, he's probably going to say I didn't say that. <laughs> no, no, but he, basically, he was making the point. You're thinking too small. Going so going this route, it's scalable. It's scalable to everybody. Microsoft has said they want they want uh, you know games in the hands of a billion people. That's that is the kind of scalable structure that you're building with with cloud streaming well, and, and with the game pass etc cetera, etc cetera. do you remember when we first started talking about this a few years ago i was i i asked you guys the question isn't this kind of worrisome because you're giving up your foothold in the living room with the xbox like yeah. if the x game came to playstation why buy an xbox right sure. but since then you're right i mean what's what's more valuable selling selling an xbox with an exclusive on it that'll probably sell you like a million con copies or selling you know 10 million copies across everywhere right yep. you know because yep. your name is still out there i mean look microsoft's owns the havoc engine now don't they which is pretty much every game uses right yeah so you're supporting them no matter what you're buying yeah yeah well and that's you know the thing I mean? that's, that's i think that's is it i i believe it's ibm who they buy patents and then they make money yep. because everybody has to do that right well so. bs420 in chat says everyone has cell phones if everyone has cell phones you can sell software right like mm -hmm. and that's why that's exactly what they're looking at. Absolutely. Anyways, that's a great, it's a great yeah. question. Bearded Panda. It's a great discussion to have. We have one last question and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Fancy El Chapo writes in. Fancy El Chapo says, do you guys feel that there is room for a family of Xbox consoles in an increasingly crowded gaming market? I feel like the strategy could backfire uh, in the same way I feel when I go to a restaurant that has a large menu, I tend to fall victim to having too much choice. If you do watch Hell's Kitchen or 24 Hour with Gordon Ramsay, yeah. he always, your menu's too big. You gotta, you gotta be master in these things mm -hmm. um in this cheesecake factory we're looking at you yeah in this case um I, I i think the purpose of the heart they want you in your ecosystem if having multiple hardware devices uh gets you in their ecosystem at a certain price point i don't think it's a bad thing for them well this is a little different because it's more of a brand right you're buying the xbox brand right yeah and it's kind of like well, it's instead of it, well, I use, mean, it's the Xbox Game Pass, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and use use cell phones as an example, right? Everyone has a cell phone. Some people have more expensive cell phones than it's others, true. but everybody has one. So, for example, us three will probably get the Series X, right? Yeah. James, he'll probably might, play on he'll, his cell phone. <laughs> well, no, but James might opt in to get the the Project Lockhart, right? Because yeah. it's, it's more his style of exactly. box, right? You know what I mean? Like, because he's not a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, can you hear me? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't look over. No, that, but I. Sorry, that's I not think offensive it, statement. I just. I think of it, uh, and and what they're going for is is it's like cell phones. Everyone has a cell phone. Some people have more powerful cell phones than others, right? But everybody has that base. Yeah. Cell phone, right? Having said this, it's all about the name of the game is the game. It's been since what what reading the console wars has really illustrated to me since the beginning of time since this started. Hardware is not where you make money. Yeah. It's in software. Uh, and it's really interesting to see the parallels between when, you know, the fights back then and the, the competition now and how things are, are progressing. So. And when all is said and done, Nintendo will still be crushing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just do whatever they, they want. They just do whatever they want and you buy their stuff. I don't know how they do it, but they just do it. Uh, the name of the game is they, the game. They it's don't the game. care. They have yeah. games. They have great <laughs> games. They don't care about graphics. What do graphics matter if it's a great game? It doesn't. Well, and weren't they the ones that like they they totally offended Sony or they they, create, they red they, wedding Sony? They created <laughs> the PlayStation they did, basically yeah. by yeah. pissing Sony off. Yeah, yeah. At that point, you gotta 
kill their whole family well, they're going to come so, after you. What's so <laughs> funny you know what I mean? is remember when they announced their Joy-Cons and the guy was like, I can lay down on the couch and play like this. And you're thinking, that's hilarious. But wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, you really can do that now. Yeah, Nintendo's like, like they're they funny. I bet you they're stuff, But guys. it's games. The name of the game is the game. Look at Nintendo Switch is successful because you had a once in a lifetime Zelda game drop when it launched. Then you followed that up with one of the best Mario games uh, yeah. to drop. And then you follow that up with any other of their first party titles that just absolutely crushes it. And then you have And they don't the care about graphics. They're they're not the most powerful machine. They're not even close to the most powerful machine. They're much closer to my phone. That's in my pocket right yeah. now. They're much closer to the 360. Yeah. Then yeah. then you have the appeal of But they've got of, great games. Yeah, and then you have the appeal of do you want to play Witcher wherever you want? Yeah. Here you on go. lesser graphics and why why are you willing to play Witcher on lesser graphics? Because, because it's a great game and you can play wherever you want. Yeah. yeah. James, that, you should get that game for your Switch. It's fantastic. Yeah, it is really it's good. Game. You've never played that, right? Yeah, we talked about that today. Yeah, one of the greatest I games. Made reading the books. I'm reading I made the books. Out, yeah. I made hours in, and I'm blown away. Well, oh, I'm actually just back to where I was We'll before. get it for you for the Switch. You know what? Happy Valentine's Day. What was the game that you, we talked about earlier today that looked really good? That you were like, Dark yeah, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Dark that's Crystal right. That's going to be that's a higher on the list. Dark Crystal. Uh, yeah, yeah, The Witcher. You think? Yeah. I would argue. Jordan would agree with me. David might. I would argue that The Witcher Three is the best game that has ever been made. Whoa! I've never. I'm not. Period. I'm not through it enough, but I do see where they're coming from. I would argue just that being, just oh being as The far Witcher as Three is one of the greatest games the, ever made. One of the, if not the Why? greatest game ever made. Play it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Play it. It'll blow your mind. How think good of that your game books? Because I'm reading the books too, mm -hmm. and you insert those books instead of reading about it. You are it. They reference back to and those they don't books miss in the a game. step. Like, and you never feel it. Never feels tedious either, which is amazing. The, and I don't know how they do that so because you know, what you're doing is tedious when you look at what you're doing, but it's not. When uh, when you play a normal game that's like this, you know, you have side quests and stuff like that. I would argue that the side quests in this game are better than most games' campaign missions. Like. Like the main story, they are so good. Everywhere you go on that game, on that map, you're blown away. They put a game within a game that could be that's they so good. It's actually they made it a standalone game. game. Yeah, they actually made it the so standalone good. game is worse than the game within the game, and that is Gwent. Like, See, I spent 50 hours playing Gwent. <laughs> it's a card game in the game. So here's here's where I'm at because okay, so I kind of disappeared from gaming. For a little bit of time and when I came back I, I left gaming probably around like Halo 3 and I loved it right and then I've disappeared for about five six years come back and it took off gaming was not the same thing that I left but Nintendo was still there and they're still doing the same thing the same yeah. and and so I'm comfortable with Nintendo is Witcher because I can't get in I've tried I've tried to get into the game they're just too far ahead of me mm. And so since you're reading the books, I think since you're familiar, you'll be you're more, be you'll be more invested I've tried, in it. I've tried playing a ton of, I just, I can't do it. I, I'm a Zelda guy. I'm a, you know, I Super think Smash Zelda was a pimp. Yeah. And he could get any lady he wanted <laughs> and the world was a terrible place to live. And he had it to was, fix it. And he had to fix it. Okay, and I'm there gonna, were I'm monsters gonna, everywhere. And, and if Zelda had two swords strapped to his back. <laughs> and one sword for humans yeah. and one sword for monsters. <laughs> well, Good. the thing that impresses me most about that game is how everything ties in together. It's so good. You, you do a side quest at the beginning of the game, and then hours, hours later, 
you'll see that guy or something like that and you'll talk about what Hours. you did previous. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's the way everything ties into that game is fantastic. Like, it's it's really one of the greatest games ever made, it's in my opinion. It's so good. And you get to make love to many women. <laughs> if you wanted to. If you but wanted you to, you gotta yeah. make sure that the yeah, main women in your right. life don't yeah, find yeah, out you know, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like real life. Yeah, I was yeah, say, yeah. That's pretty accurate. It is so. <laughs> have you seen any of the trailers? Yeah, you showed me a few. I showed you the, the witch one, right? Yeah. There's another one looks really good. That, I'm not um, it doesn't. I just no. I do know. I do know what you're. I do know. I, I kind of get what you're saying. And I think that the reason, for instance, I don't think you can get into a Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Is because you don't have the experience with Red Dead Redemption One. You're not invested in it yeah. off the bat. Have you tried Witcher, Red Dead Redemption? Witcher, Witcher, since you're and it feels intimidating, right? Witcher, since you're invested in the story, I think it's a game you could easily jump into because they throw okay. back to yeah, things in the books. Yeah, I'm excited. I've read the books. Have you read the so. part with the genie and yeah. Jennifer? Oh, yeah. They do in the game. They do a thing with that genie that no one knows about, but you do since you read the books. You know, there's yeah. a side okay. quest yeah, 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 with the genie cool. that totally changes how the story is at like made. Well, and there's one part. Okay. There's a few parts. If if you've read the books, yeah, there's a few. There's a few. Uh, Defense Strader says, uh, "Does Link get a hot redhead and a hot brunette at the same time?" I don't think so. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, and honestly, I think I think James and they both have magical powers. Yeah. I don't think so, James. I think you might even have a better experience because you've read the books because. Yeah. When, yeah, when yeah, you in the on. game, when you play with characters like Dandelion, you have that much more. Because now you know when you met yeah, Dandelion and, and, you and, know and the stuff background. that you two have been through. Like it's more that they immersive. reference. Yeah, oh, peer so pressure. Easy. Do it. Okay, yeah. and yeah. it's on the Switch, yeah. man. Yeah. You can't. And not only when is it on doubt, the Switch, you have the pressure. full access to every DLC, both expansions. Which, all, by the way, great expansion. In all seriousness, uh, I think to get you back into more hardcore gaming quote unquote I think this would be a good entry level because you're, like I said because you're already invested in, in the, the universe yeah Maybe I think if you were to play this first. and enjoy it you could then go on to a Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, and some more of those yeah. those types of games because you I you'd be back worlds. in the groove I love that and you like Breath of the Wild right because yeah. I love Breath of the Wild because you could play the game at your pace yeah yeah, same with Witcher, Witcher is exactly. I play. I mean, look at David; he started over. I think I played a hundred times. <laughs> I think I played hundred and twenty hours of this game, without even passing ten percent of you the lo- campaign. Yeah. It is that good. Like you okay. can just go do whatever, Gwent. You want and it's Gwent. So become yeah. a Gwent master. And there's Gwent. Yeah. Mark became a world-renowned boxer. He did. That quest line. I mean, how, how do you? I, you hilarious. can't do that in every game. I, you know, I did. Literally became a world-renowned boxer. And the final boss. <laughs> I'm helping. Made me laugh so hard. I'm helping a guy right now who makes love to his goat. <laughs> okay. Enough said. I know these guys have sold you on a lot of really great features, but this is the selling feature. That, okay. The... I think there might be an achievement tied to that quest. Yeah. Or a goat named Princess. Or an STD. Enough I actually, said. That's Some funny. Sort of new breed of that's STD. funny. I know. I. That's funny. He's. He is. Yep. I know what party's yep. talking about. Yep. Great quest lines. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, yeah. Just James, give it a thirty-hour test. All right. Yeah. And pl- the first, the first like hour is. You have Tutorial to because there was a there was a couple other witchers. You basically have to just sit there and go, I choose this, I choose this because every game you've played changes how that game is played, right? The decisions you make it's like a Mass Effect. The decision you make in make in Witcher One changes how you play Witcher Two, which changes how you play Witcher Three. <laughs> Don't let that intimidate you. 
the first like hour is you're answering those questions and then you just start playing and it you just while getting a shave actually. oh yeah yeah they're barber, asking you yeah. questions while you're getting yeah, you're getting all barbered <laughs> but, up it's actually really cool but once you start playing and it's at your pace and you can go do whatever you want and you le- you learn about you know your horse roach and things like that and the world around you the game becomes like Zelda Breath of the Wild just very dark and very good much more yeah. mature yeah. much more mature all right all right you guys sold me sold Guys, let's get out of here. Goat Quest. Uh, oh, that was a long, a long podcast. Yeah, uh, thank you very much podcast. for everybody for listening. If you're still here, thank you for listening. Uh, we enjoy doing this with you guys. If you haven't yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to us there. It really helps the show. It helps us grow. We're growing. Uh, we've actually, we've got a lot of new people here in chat today. we got a lot of new people in the Discord. Welcome, everybody new. This is the X1 Bros. We believe in positive gaming. Spicy you got 16 uh, seconds. Tell me what positive gaming is. Positive gaming is gaming how you enjoy it. It's about it's about fun. Jordan. It's about a lot of fun. Me. <laughs> it's about helping a dude who loves his goat. Yeah. That's gaming. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>